Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. 
which was dope. And I directed her to, uh, you know, to last week's show. Um, just let her know we got really in depth just about women's revolution in general and uh, the high points and the lows. So hopefully, uh, Kim, I don't know if you're listening to this now, but hopefully you got a chance to check that out. Um, I think she she actually saw my reply a while later, so hopefully she you know gets to see that. And we we're going to get like and really to be honest, like for us to be not in your you know super upper upper echelon wrestling shows as far as hierarchy goes, we have. You know, I think per capita, more women than most shows do. As far as you know, who you know, I mean, it's real to it. So, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, just, me, it's if, what if, it is. Or you know, yeah, yeah. Am I taking no credit for it? Of course I am. But um, if Mira would but no, yeah. get off her, uh, I don't know, some kind of horse and and give us a call, or email us or something. She's the. Yeah. I probably said something, you know, like always. Yes. Yes, you probably did. Probably like I'm not listening no, to this um, garbage anymore. But but no, we do but no, have I, I do, um, a handful of, of, of women that that yeah. regularly yeah. listen and occasionally, very occasionally, will call in. Friday used to yeah, call in so. from Australia, but she stopped watching wrestling yeah. almost altogether. And that's a, that's That'll a do it. Call from, uh, you know, the middle of the so night. So no, if we can, if we work our way up to being the 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 wrestling show that women listen to, that would be a cool thing. That would be. That oh, would be goodness. fun. There's you. Oh, just got your, a follow uh, from Kelsey, yeah. So, yeah, a flag in the dirt. But yeah, we can. Um, I like, guess cool. But no, I think. Um, I, I think the show we did last week um, was really cool, and I definitely encourage. Like, if you're a guy listening to this, which you probably are, and you're a girl maybe halfway interested in wrestling, I think that's probably the show you want to direct her to. Um, just because, you know, we we watch everything, and and you know, us being you know, wrestling fans and analysts to a point of a certain minority. I think we do make it a point to uh, to address more than just what directly affects us. In this case, you know, the the, the strong push of the uh, women's revolution and the, the things that's meant and the things it hasn't meant. So, yeah, directing to that show just to hear us really talk in depth about that. But, yeah, it's it's, it's nice to have, um, you know, a, a audience that's getting more diverse as time goes on. So, yeah, the cool stuff. Um, and, yeah, that poll, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second, but – you know, we I think we had like forty seven people last week and this week we had two hundred and one people. So yeah, that's that's become Shout a out thing. to James Caldwell for the retweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I appreciate the boost. 'Cause yeah, it was um a lot of participation and, and some responses too, so so that was uh good stuff. Yeah, just just looking through Kim's Twitter, she's a big fan of Justin Credible. Which, you know, like I, I was a big fan of Justin Incredible. Like, rest, like around the time No Mercy came out, when you can create your characters, put some jeans, shorts on so, your body. Oh, you mean in 1999? I do mean that. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, when uh, you put a kendo stick in his hand, give him a tombstone pile driver. Oh, yeah. And I'll never forget. Uh, who is it? Uh, one of the valets was telling the other one, just fuck Justin already. And I was like, damn. That's sweet. We, okay, ECW. Well, she, see what you're saying. Yeah. He's got some pictures with or Bueller Francine. or somebody. Or she does shoot pictures with Francine. You know, Kendrick is <laughs> – so I'm finally getting around to watching this whole Kendrick uh, Ibushi match from Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah, which was so oh, good, he, yeah. He, he, he tried to trap his foot in the barricade and get a cheap yeah. count and, out and, with. And then get the pin <laughs> count, yep. He was doing whatever he could. 
ah, what a, I, people kept saying, what a great story told. And I just, you know, I saw the beginning where he was running and jumping mm-hmm. out of the ring and trying to take it, you know, get Ibushi uh, off his, uh, off his, off his game. <laughs> That's good. Trying to get this W. Yeah. However, I got to get it. Um, so yeah, so that's Twitter. Again, find us on Twitter. You can also find us uh on Facebook. Uh Facebook fan page, the last bastion of Get Adage. Uh find us on Facebook at Facebook dot com slash PW Torch East Coast Cast. And uh you know, read an article, uh, share a meme, share an article, read a meme, whatever. Um no, I'm talking oh, shout about out to publish uh oh. Put, can you can you it won't let me publish anything right now. Can you put Rich's diagram on there? Why not? What the hell? I don't know. What, I don't know what it's doing, but it's like not giving me the option to post. But yeah, if you can put that on there as a picture, because I'm sure where that that's going to be a focal point. Let me make sure I didn't like can't. Uh, you know, I'm not. Yeah, you open up the, up the DMs. <clears throat> but yes, I'm touching uh, shit every day. His his Venn diagram was uh, was really good. You could tell he put some uh, put some thought into put it. Put some nerd into it. Yeah, you can uh-huh. tell. Put a whole bunch of geek on it. No, it's it's very well done. Um, and for people who like, if you're listening and you're not on the Facebook fan page, we should just make you wait to watch it. But basically, um, well, no, 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 no. Let, let's wait. Let's let's wait till we. Yeah, get no. Make them. Make them sweat a little bit. Right. Okay, so yeah, once again, PW Torch, or sorry, Facebook.com slash PW Torch East Coast Cast. Uh, Like the page, share it on your timeline. Take your wrestling buddies in it. You know how that whole thing works. Um, like this weekend. This week. Um, well, this is from a couple of weeks ago. Dusty, Dusty Metcalf, and and our and our good pal Brad from Louisiana. Uh, has recently uh, liked the page, so thanks, guys. Appreciate that. So, so yeah, it's that time. Uh, your headline or your Twitter headline, however you want to. Uh, Don't worry. Give me just a second, Trav. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, uh, Cam handles his uh, in-house in-house stuff. I'm going to try to... Uh, you know what? He was right. I'm, I was going to give you guys a, a, a heads up on that Venn diagram, but I'll just go ahead and try to post it if Facebook wants to act right. God damn it. Okay, yeah. Sorry about that. Um, the oh, neighbors yeah. are apparently moving out and they're selling things. So I was like, so I you know, had to hear what they were talking about. Might come up on the TV. But anyway. Um, no, so... In our weekly Twitter poll, um, the question was, the uh, what's the biggest moment of the week? Um, the four options we had were, um, you know, uh, alphabetically, were AJ Styles' uh, WWE title win, followed by CM Punk's UFC debut, 
and then it was the uh, Cena Ambrose uh, exchange. And yes, alphabetically, CM Punk does come before Cena, some type of way. And uh, the third one was other, or the fourth one was other rather. And um, I think we got two write-ins for other. One was, of course, uh, Becky Lynch, um, being the uh, the first women's uh, SmackDown Women's Champion, and was about um, you know like Alexa Bliss's uh, performance in the match. So it was uh, and Carmella as well. So. It was that. Um, I want to say I got another reply about another write-in. Um, oh, no. The other one was uh, actually Heath Slater's title win and his storyline. Um, yes. Which I'm sure we'll give some attention to because I, I, we'll, we'll talk about that one a bit later. But it was a pretty cool conversation, albeit short. Oh, but, yeah, the, the overwhelming winner, I think it was like 72% of 200 votes. Um. So they're like, damn it, 140 people decided that was it. Um, it was AJ Styles' WWE title win? Um, it was it was interesting because like it's the first sensory overload night in a very long time to where wrestling pay per view, first Sunday night football game. Um, you know your shows on HBO if you're trying to watch those. There's a lot brewing at once. You want to go but, back um, to Saturday's college and UFC stuff? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a whole weekend. Yeah, yeah. Concerning Punk, and then you got Monday, you got a double header as far as football goes, and then wrestling. So yeah, it was a lot, but um, but yeah, uh, in a in what I thought was a really good match, um, AJ Styles beats uh, Dean Ambrose for the WWE title. Um, does it with uh, a ref distraction followed by a low blow, and then a Styles clash. Um, so yeah, AJ Styles, the uh, according to our man Rich, the first man to ever win um all three of these titles, that being the uh. NWA heavyweight championship, um, you know, in the form of TNA at that point, uh, the IWGP heavyweight championship, now the uh, WWE championship. So, yeah, AJ Styles, yep. your first genuine Triple Crown winner. So, yeah. Yeah, not like what Big Show was. ECW, well, he was actually the WWE champion, but the WWF and the ECW yeah. champion. But the ECW championship at that point, you know, in 2011 or whenever that was. was it was a, it was a 2% milk ECW title. Yeah, it was. Like, is it under, like, like, recognized like you don't champion. consider The Rock one of the WCW champions? Because. No, not even Jericho. You don't. Who didn't win yeah. it until, you know, until, yeah. October of so no, like, and Booker T is the last WCW champion. And yeah. even then, like, you might say it's Scott Steiner mm. because pretty sure Vince McMahon booked the final WCW, unless I'm mistaken. But, um, but yeah, so, yeah. That, that, I mean, it could be debatable. But he's, he, he was a WCW, at least a four-time WCW champion. Um, but, yeah, so AJ Styles becoming the uh, first modern Triple Crown champion. And yeah, and he's uh, like again. AJ Styles is what thirty eight years old, and if I didn't tell you, you wouldn't know. Like he's he's just so good, um, and especially coming from what you know, not being able to break that glass ceiling, and it wasn't the glass ceiling that Vince McMahon had set. Because if anything, if anybody has been a proponent of AJ Styles um, since he's walked in the door, it's been Vince McMahon. Like. Biggest moment in the Rumble, followed by, you know, a, a feud with, with Jericho, followed by title matches with Roman Reigns, followed by a feud with Cena culminating in a clean win, followed by 
WWE Championship. So yeah, we're we're at the point where AJ Styles is and every the, time in uh, between, like in something important, doing something. Yeah, he's always doing with, something. So yeah, excuse me, someone important cutting a meaningful promo. Now we we talked about doing this um, when we started to see exactly how it's going to work out, but we talked about you know um, wrestler of the year and match of the year. Um, and, you know, you look at the uh, the PWI uh, 500, which you know PWI does things for different reasons. But you know, Roman Reigns was the uh, was their number one guy of the year. But you know, a strong qualifier were those two matches that he had with AJ Styles. And then you know, you look at just everything he's done since he's been since January, like this whole year. Like it's it's hard. You'd be hard pressed to say anybody is above AJ Styles as far as pure um, importance in ring work and even the promo stuff he's done since the time he's been there. So, yeah, this is the uh, the highest peak for somebody who's got a whole bunch of peaks uh, here along the path. Yeah, full, totally agree. Um, and I also agree on the uh, Vince McMahon line. That, yeah, I mean, because if, if Vince was even kind of meh on the guy, I don't think we would have seen half of – Half of the the goodness that we've gotten out of AJ in the last in in, in the nine months he's been in the company. Yeah, and I typically mean the stuff. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> I don't want to go that far. Neville never headline the Tokyo Dome and all that kind of stuff. But so I think that does mean something. Oh, um, not Neville, but certainly not not at the level he's at at now. It would have been you know Zane. more TV. Jobs. Sure, sure. That's a that's yeah. Stay the baby phase. Um, just kind of there to there to have good matches and the, and to put top heels over. I mean, we we really were we really are an injury away from having Balor and Styles as the two top champions in the world. Yeah, I bet. Well, we're a bad shoulder away from that being the case. Oh man, didn't even think about that. Well, you look at the yeah. the championship roster now. It's like that graph that, however many that six or eight eight grid graph with all the with all the champions. Besides Rhino and Heath Slater, and I guess New Day too. But besides your tag champs, you've got. I guess I'm about to, you know, Miz doesn't really count either. But you've got a lot of international indie-rific champions. Yeah. Even Rusev. I mean, I know he's been in in, uh, in WWE for, you know, three or four years, but... But he's still a fresh face, relatively. And he's a, and he's a different, you know, definitely a different body type. Yeah. Uh, he's... he's well, I was going to say he's a foreign guy who, whose nationality isn't his gimmick, but that would be a lie. Uh, so he does have that kind of. Oh, you're not Anglo-American. Well, yeah. you're whatever. But he also like transcends that for like our corner of fandom. Like we appreciate him for what he is, like you know, as a wrestler, not as a not as Eastern Bloc bad guy. You know, he's not a Bond villain. Like, like as far as that goes, he has some depth to him. So yeah, it's um, it's it's a lot like that picture of um, you know the uh, the punk Brian 
Kofi Bourne, uh, Beth Phoenix, uh, Cody, Rhodes. Cody Rhodes pick. Yeah. It, it's a lot like that. Real real quick, what should I – what caption or should, title should I give this Venn diagram? No, I, I would just call it the uh, – Nothing. Let's see. Just say AJ Styles is the center of the, in parentheses, WWE, and then say universe. Okay, please. Yeah. Because that's what he is. He, he exists in, in, in all forms and all places at once. And I asked Richard this, and he probably answered it for me, but I assume that this is the qualifier to be on that chart. It's while all three of these things existed is how I took it because, you know, there are names, like, that are fairly recent. Like, I think there's, you know, Angle is kind of the one. I was like, well, it's been a while since Angle's been, like, around, but, yeah, Um I'm assuming all three belts had to be in existence for you to make this uh for you to make this graph. All right. It is pub has been published. Yeah, post now. There we go. Yeah, so you guys on the uh on the Facebook fan page you can see what we're talking about. Basically it's um every NWA WWE and IWGP champ after a certain point. Again, my I believe, and Rich will correct me if I'm wrong, but this is while all three titles were in existence, um, showing who's had at least one, who's had multiple, and who's had all three. Um, the one is the phenomenal one, AJ Styles, the only one to have yeah. all three iterations of those uh, those world titles. Yeah, not even Brock, because Brock never was in, in, in sanctioned by the NWA. Uh, he's right there with Styles, who's held the IWGP and WWE title. Um, mm-hmm. So they're the only two that have done that, at least in the last you know, 30 years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, Flair and Rod, Buddy Rogers are the only two for NWA and WWE. So, and, and that's really it. Oh, well, we have... Uh, a few crossovers in IWGP and NWA. Fujin, Fujin, something. Tenzin or Tarzan. Pretty small uh, lettering. Yeah, Tenzin, Kojima, Muda, Chono, Fujinami. Everybody else? <laughs> Why you got Bob Sapp? I'm about to say, if any name sticks out to me, it's Sapp. Everybody else won. And we're talking HBK, Hogan, Rock. Wait, Hogan has never, didn't he hold the IWGP title for a weekend or something? I mean, sure. Maybe it was a different, maybe it was like all Japan titles in the house and shit. Okay. All right. Um, Okay, let's... uh, Yeah, he was figured out how to. Richard, yep. But yeah, Inoki had his title when vacated. It wasn't sanctioned. So that's what we got. Ah. Now we know. And knowing is the whole battle. All right. So, uh, 
do you have a traditional headline for the week besides uh, beyond AJ winning the? Uh, I mean, that's a good enough headline, but do you have an, an actual headline headline? Uh yeah, that that would be about it. Um, yeah, AJ Styles. They actually voted in that in that poll and voted for the Cena Ambrose uh, thing. Yeah, because which, was, which Rich actually talked me off a cliff with that. Um, but yeah, yeah. I was just it's, totally um, like, what the hell? What's John Cena's yeah. problem? Yeah. Yeah, and and I, mean, and, and I um, thought, okay, so since I didn't turn the show on last night until like eleven or twelve minutes in, Cena had said his last final like emphatic word to AJ as them, you know, them out there by themselves, and then Ambrose mm-hmm. and his music hit. So I thought, okay, maybe I must have missed something. I must have missed Ambrose talking that hot shit or something to make Cena get mm-hmm. all get his dander all up, and then he just. First off, he's like six weeks late with the with the Austin stuff. It's like, yeah, you weren't around. Now you want to get this old ass cheap shot line in, you know that nobody. I mean, if it was a week or two after, it was oh because of the way it was delivered. Ooh, you know, people understood. Yeah. Like people didn't know what the hell exactly he was talking about. I bet, and uh, it just was odd. It was just seemed jarring and out of place, and. And for for both guys, for Cena to say that uh, to, about yeah. Ambrose, and for Ambrose to uh, have that said about him, like his people were asking last night on this post SmackDown show, is this a is this the beginning of a heel turn for for Ambrose? And 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 the last few crowds have been, I mean, it's, he's in there with AJ, and and the crowds are already just making up their own rules and cheering for who the hell they want. Yeah. So it's tough if you're if you're not on fire, Dean Ambrose, and you go in there against doing the best, you go in there against you know possibly peak of his creative career. I don't know. He's been doing his possibly doing his best work as far as like the the mic stuff for sure. I'm sure, he might have did some mm-hmm. better work in Ring in New Japan. Matter of fact, I'm sure of it. Um, but putting it all together, this is AJ's like best. Best stuff. I don't think that's controversial to say. Yeah. So the crowd, you know, getting behind him, even though he's the biggest piece of garbage, like on the roster, or one of them for sure. It's not surprising, but for them to kind of be so cold t- towards Ambrose, it was, and then to be compacted with or compounded with with Cena uh, talking all that garbage to him, it was just yeah, kind of odd. No, and the thing that, um, you know, Rich kind of talked me off a cliff when we were discussing it, like, you know, Cena has made it very clear that the uh, the thing he's looking for is the guy to come take his spot. And so I wouldn't be surprised if, I mean, it would, it would surprise me if Dean Ambrose didn't know that was coming. However, the way that he kind of responded to it was less cool than he responds to most stuff. So, you know, you got to wonder if maybe that was kind of thrown at him a bit on the fly. And if that's the case, um, you know, the way he responded to him, made it help a bit more emphatic. Um, and if we're kind of talking in circles, basically, um, you know, John Cena comes out and says he wants to tie Ric Flair, which is something we need to talk about too. Um, you know, comes out and says, you know, I want to tie Ric Flair um, so I can be in the conversation of being the best. And Dean Ambrose is like, wait a minute, what about my time? Uh, John Cena retorts like, yo, um, 
how are you complaining about, you know, losing to a crotch kick when you had this man draped on a rope by his crotch? What did that have to do with anything? No, nothing. It had nothing to do with anything. Um, Nothing. So, (laughs) nothing. Um, Absolutely nothing. You cannot equate those things. Hey, you hit me with a chair on Monday, so I hit you with a chair in the match on Sunday. Um, No, it's like, it's it's there's a bell and different rules have to apply. But no, I, I think it was to um to get a rise out of Dean and Dean's response, um, which I think was a very appropriate one, was you're just a part timer. Um, so there's this an interesting dynamic. You called him a lazy um, part timer. Which was like all right, John Cena's a lot of things, but lazy? Like, I never He is not Damn, he kinda makes me, you know, like like, shut up, John. Like, calm down. Like, what the – or not shut up, but, you know, you don't, you don't need to get there, you know, three hours before everybody else, like, showing off and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But, yeah, um, so, you know, here we are um, facing a, a triple threat match uh, come uh, No Mercy, John Cena, Dean Ambrose, and, uh, and AJ Styles. Um, which culminated. Which I'm not um, very happy about. Uh, not at all. Yeah, like I. It's like three months in a row we've had some kind of. Well, if you win, you can get. We'll make it a triple threat. Like, just. Yeah, just no. Which, but they, I mean, they did say Dean gets still gets a title shot one on one later. So that you know, that's still a deal. Yeah. Very interesting yeah, uh, laid out. Uh, Sitton uh, made a good point about AJ or Ambrose only crotching AJ on the uh, top rope because he was about to get attacked with a flying forearm. <laughs> like he just he swapped his swiped his leg off and like if AJ wasn't trying to sneak him, he wouldn't have that wouldn't have happened. So yeah, Cena was just moment. totally just full of crap yesterday. It just was out of nowhere. I just I didn't get it. It, it was was. It was very unbecoming of, of his character. It, it really was. Um, yeah, but the tip, but yeah. as typical, no fucking Cena fans. What a bunch of fucking babies and children. It's like, well, my guy won or got over, so I don't care how it happened. It's like, well, you're the, you're supposed to. You're supposed to be the, the the fan of the honorable John Cena. He come out there stepping over people, getting title shots. When last time we saw him, he lost in the title match, or no? But basically, a number one contender. If you want to, if you want to uh, go there, and now he just comes in and gets a title match over uh, with the guy who just beat him six weeks ago, and then he went away and you know abandoned us to do his whatever nonsense he does. Yeah, it was yeah. All right, enough, enough with that fucking guy. Uh oh, publishing tools. Why didn't I go here? That's where the admin prop stuff probably is. Uh, no, not quite. All right, let's uh, let's talk to some folks. Chat room is open, by the way. Oh shit, it looks like Atkins is in there. Shut up, Atkins. My man. Uh, here you go. Let's go, Cena. <laughs> Oh, boy. Aren't all most of Cena's fans children and women? Well, yeah, but a few, you know, special the adult few men. The yeah. of the world. Dun, dun, yeah. Dun. Uh, uh, we're also, I mean, they were in Philly. Wade's asking me, asking me last night, like, 
it was with that Philly crowd, like, all over him, uh, in a good way, like, all just, all behind Cena. And I'm, I have no idea, man. Like, that crowd has disappointed me more times than not in the last five, ten years. Uh, so I didn't expect them to go. Last time that Philadelphia crowd made me proud was probably season two of the Diva Exchange or Diva Search, and they just dumped all over that segment for seven straight minutes. However long Coach and those women were out there, they let it be known. Damn. This sucks. And it wasn't like they were just they they had a good segment and they were just booing the concept. Like no, the concept was garbage. And the segment that they did, I don't know if they had them running some stupid obstacle course or, or what, but it was horrible. Horrible. Wasn't great. I remember seeing that one. Ooh. Nice. All right, let's uh, let's talk to some people. Now, I was waiting for a particular call. It's, uh, he's not on yet, so... So let's uh, let's just start in order. Um, let me do something real quick. <clears throat> okay, we've got someone calling from what? Oh. Oh, South Carolina? Is that sitting? Is he, uh, he doesn't usually call either. I am, sir. So, all right, 864. Let's, uh, let's start there. Who's this? Where are you from? What up? Yes, Charles. I'm I'm opening the show. Damn. I'll never get to open oh, the sure. show. <laughs> What's happening? Oh, How about man, the Cowboys? Oh, yeah. Well, at least we, at least we fifteen, at least we fifteen losses away from getting Deshaun Watson from Clemson. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Oh, oh I'm rooting for I y'all know. to get him. I'm rooting for <laughs> y'all to get him. Oh, and sixteen. Oh, that would be tremendous. I'll take it. You would run, Cam. You would run out of, uh, of, of memes, of, of memeable. You know how, like the, the picture of MJ holding up the, you know, nobody has that fingers. many fingers. Yeah, nobody has that and many nobody... fingers. Yeah, they do toes, toes, but they can't. I don't think they're uh, pictures of people mm-hmm. <laughs> with their hands and toes up. Um, oh man, zero and sixteen. What a that would be a satisfying football season for me. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, Charles, what's, what's happening? Anyways, I guess y'all covered everything I wanted to talk about Cena, so I'll get on to um to um the whole um what's his name? Um Jack Swagger. So Oh, oh I'm guessing oh, 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 oh. Talk about it. Talk about it. My goodness. I'm saying so this mug ain't been on television since like the damn draft started. And so I'm guessing they they're wanting to give SmackDown wait, 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 wait. extra. What? No, 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 no. He was on TV Monday night. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that, but like he ain't been on since like since then. That was the first time he's been on that I can remember, right. unless he was on like or something. So I'm guessing they've given SmackDown an extra person since they released Del Rio, and that's the best one you can get. Can we? Can you get at least Sami Zayn or something? It's like they trying to handicap 
SmackDown everything they want to do. And the funny thing about it is I still think on most weeks SmackDown is the better show, and they're so handicapped. Yeah. They have, like, no, they have yeah. nobody on there. Just think about it right now. Like, name you can probably name maybe four superstars that you can think are legitimate title contenders. Orton, Ambrose, AJ Styles, and Cena. That's it. And they somehow they still are able to pull off good shows, which is astounding. Wait, are you saying Dolph Ziggler isn't a legit title contender? I'm really? I'm really? <laughs> I think that's what you're saying. Yeah, no, you're you're right. And I, but you, and you know what? We always talk about guys like them not having guys in the main event. I agree with everything you're saying, even though they have that limited number of contenders. I like the way that they focus the show on that and that those guys seem to have, like, a legitimate beef and it's not eight guys competing at once. So, yeah, no, I, I'm right there with you. Um, yeah. Really quick, let me let me jump in about Jack Swagger. Who wrote that promo for him? He like, did. It was not good. It was not good at all. Why, like, why do that to this guy? He doesn't deserve that. It was It just was not good at all. No, it, it's we talked about it on the live cast last night. It's like they were like, "Oh, ten minutes before this segment airs, hey Jack, you're uh, you're going to go out there and you know you're going to say you just signed with us, you know, at midnight, and you know, go from there." Yeah, you got it. You got it, big dog. It's like, oh, oh, okay, woo! I got a hot wife. Like, all right. Jumping Jack Flash, yeah. G Willikers. Not to mention a hot wife that's been on a sex tape, but we won't get into that. Um, I don't know what that got to do with anything. But. <laughs> <laughs> everything to do with my Googling. Got to see what that <laughs> Anyway, the, 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 only thing I got, the only thing left I got to say is, Bishop, man, you need to just sit down. You just stop. Like, your old ass don't need to be sitting there squatting four, 400 pounds, tearing your damn quads. Like how old are you now? Seventy one. Hey, seventy. God damn! Like you know those old people. Like you can't you can't heal from those injuries as quick as you was when you was like fifty five years mm-hmm. old. You just need to sit there and do like what what um what the people in the nursing home do is like the water aquatics and all that shit. Mhm. <laughs> no, he got to be in there clanging and banging. Mm-hmm. I don't know how over. Over or under one year, it takes him to recover from that injury. Oh, oh, way under. Come on. First off, he's going to have the best. So he's going to, Dr. Andrews is going to, you know, tighten that uh, muscle back to his kneecap or wherever <laughs> it tore from. And, you know, he's going, to, he's going to say, Cena, I hook me up with one of those orphans and, you know, <laughs> stem cells or something, and he'll be fine. He's got all the money in the world to to heal from that and good ways and bad ways I mean so he, I'm way under I wouldn't be surprised if he's not on crutches he's back to lifting weights before Christmas really okay bye rumble let's let's give him the end okay. of January alright alright well, that's all that's all I had to say for this week I'll, I'll keep on listening peace out appreciate you man Uh, hey, right. hey, so, if, if Rich is listening, uh, mm-hmm. who is who's the guy on the chart underneath uh, 
underneath Dory Funk. That's what we're trying to figure out. I'm reading the chart. I can't tell who the guy is underneath Dory. It looks like M. Raptor, M-A-R-A-P-A-T-R. Mike Rapata. Mike Rapata. Okay, there you go. I don't know who that is. Man, I, I, I don't. I know the name. I couldn't tell you. Okay. Mike <laughs> anything Rapata. about him? But I think Mike Rapata is is who. R P A T A. Uh, N W yeah. N W champion Mike Rapata. R A P A D A. There you go. Mm. Who did he win? How long he keep it? And who did he drop it to? I'm assuming nope. he transitioned into the mug. <laughs> my answer is like nope. <laughs> I, can't, I couldn't tell you. But yeah, he had, a, he had quite the head of hair on him. Is what he had. All right. All right. Let's uh, keep things moving. Three four seven two zero two zero one zero three is the number to call in to get into queue. Darrell says, Jack Swagger made the SmackDown show feel second rate. See, I meant to mention this last night, that despite the Swagger segment, the there was another, like, super, like, oh, even the tag match with the with the Ascension and and against uh, Heath and, and, and Rhino. Like, I thought they did a really good job making the main stuff stand out, even with a show, mm-hmm. even with Three for sure, at least three real like job squad kind of segments, you know. And I'm I'm putting this mm-hmm. way in, in that in that category because that was just. I mean, he lost to Gender Mahal the night before in three minutes, two minutes. Yeah. Fresh and, and and it's like they they didn't even. I don't know if it, that's probably a good idea. Just don't even talk about don't it. Don't bring it up. Significant amount of people saw that, and it was like that was the night before. They so so presumably they knew we're sending swagger. Oh, we talked about this in the context of having people leave, you know, drop uh, uh, drop matches before leaving the territory, and mm-hmm. they did the same thing kind of with Matt Hardy when he went to Raw, uh, you know, ten years ago. And it's like, no, he's not going across the country or down south to an entirely new fan base who has no idea uh, what his last feud and matches and stuff were. They're in Oregon. He's, he's, he's headed to Texas. Like, why would they know? It's There's no – yeah, yeah. Uh, for Jinder Mahal, he didn't lose to – he didn't lose to, uh, you know, some – Actual like contender, or even a U.S. title contender. If he had lost to Rusev or something, I know that would wouldn't have fit what they did at the end. But someone like that, uh, I would have still been like, damn, they send him to SmackDown would have lost. But to gender mm-hmm. fucking Mahal, that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing that they that they booked it. That it's almost like they were they just came up with all this on the fly. And like I said, had Swagger go out there ten minutes before this his segment aired, and it's almost as if they came up with the idea ten minutes before his segment aired. Yep. It was. Uh, All of these uh, Atkins wants us to talk about the old day segment. Do we have to? 
Oh, it was fucking garbage, Brian. Is that is that what you wanted to hear? Um, yeah. Yeah, it was terrible. Um, and, and this is the one from, he's talking about from the week before, correct? Yeah, 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 old day. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah there was a reason oh, yeah, we didn't yeah, talk about it last week. We did talk about it. We talked about it a little bit last week. Like, it was dumb humor. Um, that like, they, New Day tried to come out and save and couldn't do anything with it because it was that bad. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it's just not great. Not and great. and and New Day they 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 succeed, but they still with their, you know, let's analyze the segment kind of stuff that they yeah. do. That's you too know, it's like too way too like you know this is the entertainment part. Like, don't mm-hmm. even put that in in our minds. I mean, it don't is, do. but don't don't no need to uh, don't, do. don't need to be that up 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 front and and, and out in the open with it. All right, let's uh, let me check the email. East Coast Audio Show at gmail dot com. Get your emails in. We could use one or two. Let's uh, let's head back down south, a little further down south now, and uh, go to Georgia and uh, talk to Darrell. Darrell, what's happening? What up? What's going on, Trav? What's going on, Cam? How y'all doing today? Yo, do- doing well. Doing well. Okay, okay, hey, okay. Before you say anything, I don't think Travis saw Atlanta yesterday. So No, no, I watched both episodes. What you mean? Remember I was talking about it? Yesterday was, and yesterday was episode Oh, oh the new one. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that was a good episode right, right there. Mm-hmm. Man, those back. first two were, were, man, like already Paperboy is like, damn it, is this what I'm rapping about? Like this is what yep. you know. So already, like, oh boy, his his second his his next mixtape's going to be. Uh, I can't. Yeah, it's it's they can go so many really interesting directions with with mm-hmm. these characters, and that's only after their half hour show. Yeah, that's only after an hour of yep. of, of for me of of character development. Um, yeah, really good stuff. Then uh, uh, the cost of a meal. Lover's character is. Such a yeah. loser, like just a smart guy loser. One of those guys, you're like, why are you such a loser? Like this is all on you. Yeah. Right. Like all this isn't a, a bad break, or it's just because you make terrible decisions. You're horrible, clearly with money, and you use people. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> believes it. He said, "I'm gonna pay you back." Like, no, you're not. Mm-mm. Ah. That's, that's, oh, girl, that's, that's, that's the dumbest shit I ever heard in my life. Yeah, have you ever seen that yet? There's, there's a, there's an interesting monologue this next episode, and and Vanessa's not having it. So yeah, it's uh, it's quality. It really is. Yeah. Oh boy, I don't want to spoil the um, episode that you ain't seen yet, yeah. Trav. Then because it's a, it's a scene on there that's just totally crazy. Me and Cam was talking about it. Mm-hmm. I guess you have to be uh, totally afraid. Totally afraid to die. Yeah. Can't wait. I'll watch it. Yeah. I'll, if, 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 I watched the first one on YouTube, the second one on Sling, and, but that was a week, you know, I watched it yesterday, so it was almost a full week after it came out. So I doubt episode three will be up anywhere anytime soon, legally at least. So that's definitely a show that I won't watch live, but I certainly won't fall three episodes behind. Yeah. 
You know, it's like, oh shit, it's Thursday. I better, well, I got, I got to get that in. You know, kind of thing. That's one of the best new type of shows, like in that type of genre that I don't see in a few years that came out. It's real as yeah. shit. Like, damn, how did this? I mean, I know it's FX and they had some real uh, groundbreaking and and uh, controversial, but just raw kind of. You know, going back to the Shield and, and Nip Tuck and all that kind of stuff. So they definitely are a, all about being as raw and gritty and as whatever genre they're talking about being, you know, uh, being very uh, respectful. That isn't the word I'm looking for, but true, true to the genre, mm-hmm. true to the. Yeah, you know, I'm sure if you yeah. talk to plastic surgery people, they were Nip Tuck was probably very very detailed, like, oh, yeah, that's that's just how those offices are. That's just how that procedure works, and that's how the insurance companies act when they don't blah, 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 whatever, and the shield, and mm-hmm. this is just without, I don't know that Atlanta hip-hop culture. I mean, I can I can guess. I can have, I have an idea, and it definitely seems like they, they hit all the right notes, and and they haven't even really gotten for real for real into the hip hop stuff. I mean, besides, that's like the outside. Yo, in episode two when he's in the in the diner and the guy hooks him up with all the fries and, and extra and shrimp pepper or wet. whatever. Lemon pepper wet. <laughs> yo, yeah, lemon pepper wet. He's like, yo, close that shit, motherfucker. Like you can't be showing that off. Yeah. So good. <laughs> I was like, yo, don't let me down. I don't know what I'm gonna do with you. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Like you, you a real, you type, you the, you, you the real last rapper, man. Like some '90s shit. Ain't afraid to blow a nigga brains out on the street, like. But that's not what I'm about <laughs> at all. Yep. But yeah, not what it was at all. Really, really yeah. interesting. So, all right, Darrell, what's on your mind? Oh man, that was on my mind a little bit. But <laughs> yes. Awesome show, but um, um, last night, Trav, I was listening to um, um. What you and Wade was talking about, and a fan had came on and was talking about how if a good heel does his job real well, make you respect and want to cheer him. And I just, I guess it's because of today's fans and how they just want to control everything, and how you had like you had like you said earlier how certain fans called up and were like, oh, is that a heel turn? And where they don't even know heel turns anymore, understand? Right. Like a guy can't just be pissed off and in a in a fucked up mood because he got kicked in the nuts, his title taken, stolen, and then John Cena comes out of nowhere talking that hot garbage. Like why can't a guy have a scowl on his face? Because we're so used to John Cena coming out there and smiling, he could get kicked in the balls. His his you know. All that kind of stuff. His title stolen. He come out there like, yeah, you know. And and Am- Ambrose even did have it. He said titles come, titles go, but it was how you did it. So he didn't he didn't write it off. He was like, no, 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 no. You stole from me. It was it was more, you know. He was pissed off about about how he got, you know, shafted. Not oh, I lost the belt. I'm so I'm so sad. Um, and why wasn't it was, John Cena yeah. here turn? When he came out That's there. what I said that last night. Wait, I said if anybody turned heel, it was John Cena. Yeah. The stupidest reason I came out because I just figured out that I won't back what is mine. So how long you ain't had the title or been in the title? How about win a damn match here, first? And now you don't, and, and get in, and now you don't figure yeah. it out? Yeah. And you just lost. I just beat you. 
I beat you clean. So basically, but that, AJ, if Ambrose was still the champion. If Ambrose was still the champion and he beat AJ, whether clean or controversial last night, uh, Sunday night, and Cena came out there and cut that same promo, I'd be like, yeah, okay. But he's trying to get a title match with the guy who beat him. Like, the your last match was a loss, and it was to that guy. Like, you have no shot. Did Noam Dark and give you Saber Jr. And then you kill Ambrose for losing to AJ when you lost to him clean. I had to get screwed and kicked in the nuts to lose. So how you going to even downgrade me like you better than me when I had to get kicked in the nuts? You lost clean. One, two, three, right in the middle of the ring. <laughs> no no foolishness, no nothing. And you done lost twice. What are you talking about? This is the heel turn. I just, I, that's why I. Um, it seems like every week I come on here, I say the WWE do not know how to book real heel heat. Uh, Bill, uh, uh, Bill, real money-making baby faces no more. And I know fans scream to the highest heavens, like, oh, I want Roman Reigns to turn heel. What's the reason why you want him to turn heel? Because if you go off of the basis of what you know in real logic, how WWE booking, he's going to be stupid. They're going to have him stupid, and, you're gonna, and then in a couple of months you're going to be screaming, Oh, man, I want him to turn face again. That's what they did for Cesaro for the past two years. Every time he, they turned him in two months, they want him to be a face or a heel again. Because just early in the year, they wanted Cesaro to be a face. Now they want him to go back heel. Like, usually turns and uh, turn, heel turns and face turns happen, like, every so often, once every two, maybe three years, not twice a year. It, and, and when they don't even know how to book it right, the only people who get real heel heat, uh, real um, babyface actions is on um, what? Nakamura, off his charisma alone, he get um, babyface money, um, but, um, money reactions or uh, on the revival. Um, Baron Corbin getting heel heat, and now what the Miz did most of the night on SmackDown that was um, pretty decent, and I like what Alexa Bliss did. She a little short on um, Spitfire. I really love what she's doing right now in the women's division on SmackDown. That's what's making it look a little bit better than Raw because of somebody like her. And I like Becky Lynch as a true baby face. But they don't know how to book people right. And I don't want to blame it all on the fans because WWE have made them feel this way and stop trying to ask them to tell us how to entertain you and just come out here and entertain the people because you can't let a crowd of fanatics to try to lead the ship because they'll go all crazy. You got to have some type of shepherd to lead the sheep in <laughs> so they can get to the point that you want them to go. I don't know how y'all feel about that, but that's just what I was thinking. Yeah, It's just getting me, a little crazy now. Specifically on Alexa Bliss, I think they went in the wrong direction with how with her look. Like she's this tiny little thing with with the and her gimmick is that she's like pretty nasty and will uh, you know say and do whatever. But then she goes, uh, all right, here we go with the Harley Quinn stuff. And then she goes and like baby faces her look, like with the bright and the pink and the like. It just looked. Like she's the type with her at her size. Like I think you have to go the other way, color scheme. Like 
don't go back to the sparkle, Alexa. Go. You got to darken that up. You got to put dark blue tips highlights in here at the bottom at the end of your. Don't do too girly looking ponytails either. It just she looks way too youthful and 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 like a baby face. Like I I want to cheer her just because she not just because she's uh, you know hot and has a great body, but her hair, her shorts, and their outfit and everything just look way too colorful and 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 and, and cheerful. Like no, that's mm-hmm. the new age though, Travis. That's the new age. Dark, with Harley uh, Quinn. Harley Quinn is a darker character. But she, um, she light, she bright, like a she's a, she's a fucking crazy, but and she's bright. a victim of all kinds of abuse, and and she's mentally unstable. Lexa Bliss isn't isn't that? She's in control of but all. But if they start telling you the, if they if they start telling you the story, and like um, in talking smack, they were talking about how she the, they kept reference referencing to how she's the shortest woman in the entire WWE. And they kept talking about her shortness, and, and she was getting frustrated with them talking about her shortness because she said it took well, it took two women to take me out in that match. So what has that got to do with it? And if you start telling the story correctly and using that shortness as a way to make what make a mean barrage, um, uh, I ain't saying the word right, but mean and just coming out just trying to beat everybody down, beat them to a pulp, a pulp to where. The ref have to tell you to stop because you beat a woman so bad, and you start telling that story. The look um, will blend in because they'll think of more of the Harley Quinn, and you won't look at all the colors. You would think that she just brighten herself up because that's to get herself noticed. But her actions will make you not like her because she does. She's doing well in the ring right now, and she just need that vicious people to the story to um, say about the vicious ways that she can have by being a short person and having that short man complex. Yeah, I mean I don't I don't disagree with uh with anything there. I just I just would think differently. I would go in a different direction with with her look and her color schemes and stuff. That's all. Camp any yeah. uh No yeah I, I I agree. Um you know I think um ever since Seth Rollins came out in the all white against John Cena I've kind of been colorblind, as it were. I think it's interesting, like, just how far they went to Harley Quinn. It was like, no, this is what you're going to be. Um, no, I, I don't so much mind it because I think with, um, you know, the way women wrestlers are presented, it's women not the totally biggest thing different. in the whole world. Yeah, yeah for, for for colors to necessarily denote a certain thing. Um, but, no, I, th- I think outside of just the, uh, the color scheme, I think the characters are being presented really well. Mm-hmm. I think... Uh... Even though it's not a tight or, or deep division, the women's division on SmackDown is probably one of the most well-defined divisions. You know, you got three uh-huh. three heels and three babyface split. They're uh, they're both all all six of them are unique personalities. Not a ton of overlap, and I think turning Carmella heel besides strengthening or evening up the heel face stuff was if she's a baby face she's kind of similar just as far as the enthusiasm to you know to uh can to we all talk the about other her really, really quick? Faces, face women um yeah they gotta they gotta change her music they gotta change her music yesterday they gotta yeah because uh yeah. carmella s week yeah 
I noticed last week, um, actually last couple weeks, like there's no reaction to it. And it's not that people don't care about Carmella. Like, she's actually pretty interesting in the ring and the things she says. But, like, uh, Faye was watching it with me yesterday. She was like, nobody's doing anything to her. Like, everybody's just sitting on their hands with their music. That has to they have to adjust that. That's, I don't know. It's not working. But, yeah, I, I think um, yeah, the way this looks pretty good. I love that Naomi's getting a reaction to what she's doing. Um, they finally found something that fits her. And I'm like, thank you. Finally figuring that out. Yeah, and she's done it all without. And this isn't necessarily good or bad. I hope they get around to it. But she's done it all without really talking. It's all her intro, Mm -hmm. her outfits, her dancing, and uh, yeah, if she could just get her get her vocals and get her promos up to par, just just decent. She doesn't have to be great. She doesn't, you know. Just be He's better a, than what she was as a Funkadactyl and, yep. you know, for sure as in NXT season, season three. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think Darrell's still here. Darrell. Darrell, talking about heels and faces, I'm a big proponent of what's going on with the Usos right now. What, what do you think about that? Oh, I said something to Trav them last night about that. I, I, I love it, and I like how they having them. Um, um, almost looking like um the revival because I asked Travis them do they think so because the way how they moving how they doing in the ring looking like mm-hmm. how the revival was looking earlier before they started going after the title like in the tag team tournament that's how the revival was acting but the Usos putting a little swag to it a little different swag mm-hmm. to it now they wearing the grills and stuff like that but they still like when they go working in the ring. Yeah. Like when they first showed up, like the same. I was going to say it was like when they first got there, and it was like we taking your scholarships. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I really like what's going on with. Them. I like that. Yeah, that it's nice for them to have a to have an edge and, and and be able to cut promos that they yeah. that they. And they're uh, still doing Uso moves, deal. jumps off the top rope, and and kicks, but it's it's still effective, and I think that. Was oh, and the fingers over the lips, the sh. Love that. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, show yeah. But it's, it's, it's high-risk moves to hurt you, not high-risk moves to entertain you like most people do. Like, they jumping exactly. off the rope to exactly. land on your leg to try to break it and stuff like that, the viciousness to it. And and exactly. that's where the difference where you can have heels and where people say that, um, like, the revival, like, if they go babyface, they can do simple um, high-risk high moves. But it just simple moves just to entertain you a little bit, but still keep your base core. Like the Usos, they're still doing high-risk maneuvers, but they're just switching it over, and they're doing it to hurt you, not to entertain the people. And that's that's what heels supposed to do. I ain't going to do this. I'm not going to do a frog splash to entertain you. I'm going to wait till somebody hold you down, or I'm going to bust you upside the head or put a chair, two chairs up on you, and I'm going to do the frog splash now to hurt you. So now you won't be entertained if I'm coming on doing the frog splash is supposed to be a heel. No, now you are boo me because I'm making you boo me. Uh, yep. And that was another, another thing that I hated, the um, Seth Rollins and um, Kevin Owens um, segment. That was a bad segment. Who's the, who the heel, who the face? And if the reason for Seth Rollins to be a face is because he mad because Papa Trips didn't choose me, 
then you already killed as a baby face. Is, is that what you're no, saying for? I mean, you want everybody I, to I get that, you? I, I get that sentiment, but if 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 they do it in if they do it in a in a, an effective way, because his baby face turn, Rollins's that is, can't be. I show up, I'm smiling. Oh, I get it now. I'm sorry, fans, and it has to be a realization. And a part of that realization is getting shown up. He got to say he got it in his few lines at, at at Owens, but Owens got the last word, and it was true, right? So if Rollins starts to realize, like this is how, like, like really, this is how I'm seen. Like remember when when Cena said or. Or somebody said to AJ, oh, that's how you win, and blah, blah, blah. AJ just kind of shrugged, like, eh, I don't care. I'm the champion. I'm getting going to the pay window and all that. But if Rollins doesn't shrug and he thinks about it and, like, wait, that's really how people see me? <laughs> you know, and then you go, yeah, I mean, just look what you've been doing all these. And he has a, and he actually realizes, like, man, this is no way to, like, can go forward. Like and you have a bigger jerk in Kevin Owens to bring out, bring that out in him. I think it'll you're you're looking at six a six eight week turn that can be really effective, mainly because he was such a hot heel. Hot depends on how, but he was such an effective heel. Uh, well, yeah, they got him forgetting about it. Like what point, WWE wanted to turn. Say what. I said, yeah, they got him forgetting about it and not even mentioning it, just like WWE do about their um, history, about when people don't have matches and they just forget about what happened in the last match. So when Kevin Owens was bringing that stuff up, he just no-sold it. Like, I ain't never have J&J Security helping me. I ain't never had a Triple H them coming out there helping me when I was um, going against um, um, Dolph Ziggler. I ain't have all of this help. You know what I'm saying? That's why I felt like when he used the line saying that Kevin Owens is a puppet, you shouldn't even say that. You should have tried to stay so far away of calling him a puppet or anything else because you was just the puppet a week ago. Right, and that's okay. I I think that's fine. Again, I think it's just a part of uh, transitioning. And that has to be bought up. And I don't, I don't mind Kevin not saying, "Well, you are a puppet too." If he did, I wouldn't mind it either. Like, cause uh, that's true. And again, it's just a part of the Rollins realization. Not that he doesn't realize he's a heel, but when he realizes, like, oh, I don't, like, no one respects me for that stuff. Like, they really give all the credit to Triple H. And yeah. I, I thought he went a little too hard at Triple H week two. You know, calling him a coward or whatever. I think he should still be reserved. Like I don't know. It's it's a it's a it's a fine line to, to walk. But I had I didn't really have any issues with the Owens uh, Rollins stuff because I'm looking at it. Hopefully, and this turns out, but I'm looking at it in the in uh, that this is just a long kind of uh, long story. Yeah, Long, slow burn. I got you. Long, slow burn. I understand that, too. I just, you know, if it's going to be that way, they need to start showing it week after week because I understand that's something that's not going to happen overnight or in two weeks. So, you know, if he lose the um, KO and uh, class of the the champions, 
Then he come out and say he's starting to figure out some stuff, and he just understands yeah. it. Now he's, you know, then I get that. But if they have him lose, then he just overlook it. Then it just really dampers him as a babyface, as a true babyface. When it comes, unless you're gonna have him battling people um, that um, who won't get cheered over him. But it, but other than that, it'll be just the same. And I don't see nobody getting booed in that match. Um, I don't see Kevin Owens or Seth Rollins getting booed. So nobody did anything real heelish right now. I know people were talking about, well, Kevin Owens did something heelish by um, Triple H coming out there. Did he do that or did Triple H do that? Did he call for Triple H to come out there? Or did he just take advantage of what? It doesn't matter. He, he, He benefited greatly, and the next week he came out and said, I did 98% of the work by myself. So that right there, it doesn't matter whether he knew it was coming or, or if it was a total surprise, which I'm, I'm playing it like, it like he didn't know because the look on his face, all that stuff. So I'm, 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 I'm fine with, with believing Triple H made that decision on his own, unilaterally didn't let Owens or obviously Rollins or anybody in on it. But he still but came out there and tried to take all though. the credit the next week and, and totally discounted uh, the fact that Triple H pinned two guys for him or, or finished off two guys for him. Pause. Yeah, yeah but that's, that's the same problem that people have always been having about the authority getting all the heat. Kevin Owens didn't take none of that heat. He tried to by cutting the promo that you said, but he still didn't get none of that heat showing by how the people – still ain't tuning in and still not believing in him as a heel and still cheering him. The only person who took all that heat is Triple H. So when the next time he come out, he either going to get a big pop or big booze or whatever, but the story going to stay focused on him. And then, like you said, with Seth Rollins did too much to put the focus on him. He's the one with all the heat, so they have to keep mentioning him. If Kevin Owens had took all the heat, then you wouldn't have to mention Triple H that much because the person with all the heat is Kevin is, is Kevin Owens because, you know, people like John Cena, they'll notice stuff like that. And that's why John Cena called out um, the Stone Cold podcast because that had some heat to it. So he felt like saying that out was going to make – saying that was going to get the ooh, more oohs and eyes for him because he's the crafty guy who's been there so long and know how to – scope around the scenes and do stuff like that. That's why I said I didn't like the whole Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins because they killed all the heat between the two because less Triple H there or the authority there, there's no heat in between, no money. Where's the money in the match? It, I know it's going to be a good match, but where's the money why it should be the main event match instead of just for just because it's for the title? Like, what's the driven when really Seth Rollins want to fight Triple H? He really don't want to fight Kevin Owens, which he should because he he wants the title, and that man got the title. But, no, you want to fight Triple H because you felt like he didn't choose you, and then he chose somebody else over you, like a, a whiny kid. Like, you chose but they didn't brother put, over me. But that's not, that's not the story that they're telling, though. I don't remember him saying, I want Triple H. He called Triple H a coward. They, they're, they're setting it up he said as he's not. down the road. But I don't think he, he said that his that focus is. Did he? Oh, okay, I missed it. Yep, he said he said he said it the same night before he called him a coward. He said, um, since Triple H won't hear, and I really want to beat him, the coward don't want to show up. I guess I have to talk to you, Ko. 
and immediately like he's just just in love. Um, you know, meets her, dates her, marries her not too long ago, and he posts on Facebook today, yeah, that feeling when you catch your wife in the freezer with another guy. I was like, Oh shit. Uh, Princess um, Jasmine in the walk in freezer. Cold game, man. It is a cold game. Oh, oh that's like a real thing? That's not like a I'm thinking no, oh, no, what did all these things I'm saying are what really happened. <laughs> this is all exactly what happened. Yeah. Oof. Cold game. Damn. And choose your princesses wisely. Oh man. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's tough, man. I mean, that's really. Uh... Hate it had to be him. Why would you put that out? Like, just I wouldn't tell nobody. I know. Uh, it couldn't have been the first time you put it out there like that. Okay, is there a deluxe version of this album, or is it just the t- 14 tracks? It's 14. Okay. He probably made some <clears throat> gas on. Far. At least four of them doors. Go down. I think I pick up the phone on there, too. That video is ridiculous. No, it's on the album. No, oh, oh, yeah. Don't watch that video. Travis Scott Bickham's the phone is not suitable for work. Not oh, oh, that. On your, on your big screen. Why, you why is it worth making videos anymore? Like, if you're a, an artist, why waste the time and money to make a music video? I mean, I know the answer for exposure. It's going to be on, you know, it's going to get a million yeah, views on Vimo or YouTube or whatever, but... Justifiable ad revenue with YouTube, I bet. Yeah. All right, let's uh, move things along here, see anything happening in the chat room. That Travis Scott album, good, and he signed to T.I., Darrell says. Carmella is easy to hate since she comes out like to that Iggy Azalea ripoff song. <laughs> That's probably what's doing it. <laughs> All right, let's uh let's uh talk to looks like a freshly joined uh Brian Austin. 25-year Pro Wrestling Torch VIP subscriber. Brian, what's what happening? Up? Hey, Trav. Hey, Cam. Hopefully you're both doing okay. Oh, yeah. Doing all right. Yep. Hey, that's good to hear. Um, hey, I'm, I tried calling last week, but, you know, after waiting on hold for an hour, I figured I'd just go ahead and go in the karate class. So, you know, it, it happens like that. You act like you don't have, like, all our information. I am a text or what, maybe it's not a text, but, hey, I'm on the line, you know. Yeah, you know, next time, I remember when I used to email you, but that was like before the show saying, hey, look out for my phone number, I'll call in for the first hour, and then, right. you know, you would, you, went, you would forget about it if you read the email. So it's my fault. Right, ultimately, everything is, ultimately, everything is my fault, so I'm done to go right. Oh, at least at least you recognize that, so okay, we're good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what's, uh, <laughs> what's happening? First of all, uh, I'd like to remind everybody about All Red Everything. Hopefully, she'll be back soon. Mm-hmm. Someone ran a poll. Real quick, let me find it on in one of the wrestling groups I'm in, and it was the hottest woman on SmackDown, and 
the two women I assumed would have the most votes had the fewest. And that was even Marie and Maurice. I voted for Maurice. I voted for Alexa, Alexa Bliss. But then I was just like, if I just had to pick, like, somebody was like, Maurice or Alexa Bliss? I'm like, I got to go for the, the more statuesque, you know, one. So I, I picked Maurice. But Alexa Bliss and Becky Lynch both had seven votes. Maurice had one. Carmella had one. Nikki Bella had one. Wow. Uh, Natty had one. Eva Marie had one. Okay, of course, Naomi's the only one without one, motherfuckers. Wow. <laughs> so like I voted for. <laughs> you know. No love for the sister. Uh, huh? I said no love for the sister. No, none, none at all. I, I wouldn't expect. I, I, it was very. I, I expected that, but I didn't expect Becky and Alexa to be at the top. Maybe Alexa, but not Becky. I mean, I like them red, but. Hmm. Eva Marie and, and 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 Maurice were had the same amount of votes as uh, you know Natty and Carmella. It was a little odd, but yeah. So anyway, Brian. Yeah, you bring up a good point though, because I mean, I like I like Becky, and I'm I'm glad she won. I really want. I was really thinking that um, either Alexa or Carmella would actually win the um, the women's SmackDown title because they like just to heat one of them up pretty quick. But I'm glad uh, Becky won because she did show you know over this last year. She did show like a a lot of fire, and she had some really good promos. Totally, so, you know. I mean, that crowd, the crowd response to her is undeniable. Whether you think she deserves it or not, I mean, that's not. It's neither here nor there, but she definitely mm-hmm. gets the reaction that warrants the push she gets. Yep. And you know, I, I'm in the middle of listening to yesterday's uh, live cast that you were on, Trav, and I. I when Wade mentioned something on another part about how on his on his um his audio about I guess a guy called and he talked about the whole um you know you deserve it thing, and I think we're and again I haven't listened to your and um, Wade's audio to to hear you discuss it, but I think we are at a point now where you know Samoa Joe can come in and you know he's been you know he's been a heel for a while anyway, but he can come in and you know like you know practically beat somebody down and he'll get a you deserve it, you know once he wins the belt. So I think we're at a point now where. The vocal fans are just like you like to say scumbags in a way. Yeah, no, I and and last night I even I even uh, had to kind of soften my position. I even said I was like, look, the fans are still fucking assholes by and large, but I have to agree with Todd Martin, who we always talk about stuff in society, whether it's like you know. Caps uh, protest, Black Lives Matter, whatever the social issue is, we as a society love to get mad at the symptom. You know, we love, oh, well, you know, if you weren't out there, you know, selling drugs or do whatever the symptom of the larger thing is, and we never ask or look at, well, why is unemployment uh, this, or why is Cap having this? You know, protests and that seems to be yeah. catching on across sports, across genders, across everything. Um, and and people get mad at Cap and get mad at these football players around. You know, if you're the announcer at some Alabama game, you, you threaten, you know, children with shot, and, and if you don't, well, you don't want to kneel and go stand over there and let the army guy shoot you. We don't, 
never look at the symptom, or we never look at the, the root of the issue. And the issue is awful, terrible, decades-long bad storytelling. So we sit here on this show and talk about it all the time. I bring up how we have to book things in our own head, and we have to figure things out, connect dots that haven't been connected on TV, because we're forced to if we want a coherent story, if we want the thing to make more sense than it does from what they give us on TV, we have to, we have to, uh, we've got to book it in our heads and fill things in ourselves. Well, a part of that is going, I don't care who they position as a baby face and heel. I'm going to cheer the guys I like and respect and that I've grown up with and, and followed for the last 5, 10, 15 years. Instead of, I'm so into this story that they're telling that I'm wrapped up in the characters, I'm wrapped up in the gimmicks, I'm wrapped up in the feuds, and I'm going to cheer and boo accordingly. Not because I'm a good good boy fan, corporate fan that's submitted to the company and to the, to, the, uh, uh, to the ideals of the company, but because this is a great story, that guy's a bastard, that guy's very endearing, that lady's really athletic and, and, and tries hard, and I'm going to cheer and boo accordingly. So it's, it's, really, uh, it's really bad storytelling that has led to a dearth of, of fan rebellion. Fans, mm-hmm. You don't rebel against something that you're, you don't have a problem with. Kids don't rebel against parents that are, well, they do because they're kids and you know, teenagers. But typically you don't rebel against something that's going well for you, that, that you don't have to think about, man, this sucks. So I'm going to make up my own rules and make up my own, you know, chance and who I like. So, uh, yeah, so I've softened a bit on the fans, and I'm, and I'm trying to remind myself every time the subject comes up that it's a uh, that it's that the fans chanting and cheering for heels and going into business for themselves and trying to get themselves over is a larger symptom of the deeper rooted issue. Yeah, Cam, what say you? I say this. Cam over um, there playing NCAA. You know I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I was asked to take out the trash. So here's what um, here's what I would say. Um, you know what people do with products they love. You know what people do with their Batman, their Dragon Ball Zs, and their ugly Bettys and their Grey's Anatomy. They don't fantasy book them. They write fan fiction. They appreciate mm-hmm. the stories that are happening so much. They want to build on those relationships, not alter them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, not so completely, <laughs> completely yeah. against the story told. Fan fiction is typically oh that could that could fit in with because because the, the dream is dream I'm sure in some way oh the producers of and writers of 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 this popular show or this comic read my blog <laughs> and they're going to take my ideas and use some. Well, they wouldn't if it was if you just had, you know, your top babyface, you know, doing despicable things. Your your top uh, antagonist doing honorable things. Like they go, oh, this doesn't work. This is just somebody making up their own rules. But if you continued the story, just alternate, altered it a, a, a tad bit, put them in different relationships, whatever, whatever. Uh, that's probably the dream. It would be to be able to see your ideas 
on TV. Yeah. Um, the 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 other last thing I'll say about it, and I'll wrap that part up is that with Kevin Owens, so if if you just kind of step back and take a look at the whole take a look at the picture, like as being a, a, a an unsmart fan, and you would think, why would you know you have a little kid in the audience saying, why is this man, mommy, why is this man getting cheered? Why are they saying you deserve it? He's been nothing but a scumbag. He's been terrible. In the next two yeah. days, turn turning his best friend, you know, to quote-unquote feed his family, and he's done nothing redeemable, nothing redeemable since he's been in WWE completely. So that's just, um, and it's you different. know, I think It's not the NWO uh, uh, stuff because mm-hmm. they were trying to be cool. They did things to undercut baby faces that were just bad for business and bad for character development because they were trying they uh, at the end of the day they wanted people to like them they wanted to do heel stuff and they wanted to get cheered so they did you know winks and and look the way you look at the crowd and things like that this is this is different this is Mm -hmm. this is the guy comes out tells you how awful you are or or Tells you how, how much he hates you, how much he doesn't respect you, spits in your face, metaphorical, sometimes even literal, uh, literally. But And then the fans going, oh, he spit in my face, oh my God, yay. That's totally different from NWO type heels, you know, from 97 to, you know, whatever, 03, when it was super popular to be a, a heel and also do do little things to try to get to got to try to get uh to get cheered and things like that. Yep. So um to change the subject, um I'm kinda of surprised and I I'm I'm still uh laugh at this kid, but I'm surprised that the Cage kid hasn't called you back in a while because you know Cage being uh suspended or being out for thirty days. <laughs> you know we need him calling Why What's the fucking fuck going on with fucking Paige? I miss her Paige? What the? Why is fucking Del Rio not not? So why doesn't he have her back? And he got a chance to fuck her, and it's the least he could do. And this it's is the fucking least he can bullshit. Do. He probably gave her the fucking drugs. Oh man! But no, again, like watching her right now on Total Divas, and she's such a like like again. I I don't watch Total Divas, so I don't see her, but she's so um like she's cool. And I didn't realize it. Like, she's a good wrestler, of course, but, like, she's... Paige is cool when she wears her... She's, like, like 23. She her she's, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's her, that's her, all, that's her appeal. That's why she was so over, you know, in uh, in NXT and in her first year on the roster. Yep. So it was, uh, she was yeah, very relatable. So I, she, was, she was hot, she but, like, approachable hot. Like, all these nerdy wrestling fans were like, oh, I could totally get Paige. Like, Nikki Bella and yep. stuff, she's way off limits. But Paige, she definitely seems like she has low enough self-esteem to let me inside of her. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Hey, I'm going to bring up uh, two, uh, two, uh, two more points, and this is going to the Erotic Coast cast. The Erotic Coast cast. Oh, shit. So, uh, so last week uh, when you guys were talking about something with the Internet, I remember when um, – <laughs> When I first uh, first signed on, the big, the only way, really not the only way, the way I knew how to get pictures of like of naked women were, it was like you go to news groups and it was alt, binaries, pictures, erotica, and then whatever else that you want to do, like that you want to do big tits, you want to do face shots or whatever it was. But I remember that was a way right. that you had to get originally where you had to get uh get 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 naked pictures was that way. 
Okay. I mean, I, I remember what my friends and I used to do, like, okay, let's go in there quick, and we type it in. We had to, had to find the guy who knew how to do it and get this whole script to do it. It was just crazy. Oh, yeah, you definitely had to have some kind of skill and uh, ability, for sure, or know somebody that, like, you could, yeah, literally call oh, yeah, them. Uh, what was that code Samoa again? How do you coming down that? the ramp. Oh, no, Samoa Joe's coming down the ramp. I have both hands on my uh, Xbox One controller, and I'm looking at three titties right now, some type of way. So times have changed. Three? Mm-hmm. Who are you watching? Uh, Total Recall? No, I mean in peripheral. Um, but yeah, so. Hey, I, in I the remake of Total Recall, put, did they have the three three titty woman in that one too? Oh God! You know, let, let me tell you why I don't know. That actually came on last night, and I slept through it twice. And I think it was only a one and a half hour movie. Um, so I couldn't tell you. It wasn't great though. Why is Samoa Joe in church shoes and jeans? Because he, you know. Fantastic. Shut up. He said, <laughs> Why do we got church shoes? He's like a church shoes and jeans kind of guy. Oh, yeah, he do that. Hey, so I'll, I'll leave you on this and I'll uh, hang on and listen. Unfortunately, I'm going to leave you on a yeah. bad note. But, um, Uh-oh. and I, I hope you both have a real good night. So you mentioned, I mean, right when they first brought him out, Trav, um, so we talked about this months ago when the, when um, New Day first brought the unicorn horn, horns. You talked about how when they first were, when they when they were given to the New Day, hey, we have this prototype, but here it is, we're going to start selling these. You were like, I know that, that somebody was doing like some kind of, you know, playing around with it orally or probably did something else with it. So mm-hmm. my I want you and, unfortunately, I want you and Cameron to talk about what's up with them doing homoerotic stuff at least one time per week. They say something to do something. That's homoerotic, um, and I'll let you guys talk about that. And I'll hang on and listen. And um, I, I well, hope give I it, what did they say something. Monday? What did they say? I know um, what you're talking about, but I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, it is yeah, man because it was it was Xavier, and he said something like these. They're talking about uh, not doing skits, and these things are only for us. How did he say these things are only for us? These things we can only do, or see now I'm just I'm totally yeah. There's there is always something. I, yep. And thanks, Brian, for the call, as always. Appreciate it. There's always something, and I don't look at it as – it never really comes off as homoerotic. It's, I mean, I guess because they're all dudes standing in the ring talking it, but it's always like, oh, they got to get their 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 sexual their, their line. Their pause-worthy quote. Yeah, their pause-worthy line or just their, like – Ooh, like titillizing words or or phrasing, typically done in a way that it's you know like The Simpsons or like any other like or, or like any other cartoon or, or show that's made for kids, but definitely keeps the delts in mind. Like, well, we know you got to sit in The Simpsons, a bad a bad example because they're pretty much all adult. Um, but also keeping in mind that we have this adult audience who has to sit there for an hour and a half through this you know, Pixar movie or whatever, and they'll get their over-the-kids-heads joking that only the parents get. I think that's what they do. And, and again, I think you only add that suffix if that's the, you know, the homo part on there because they're just a bunch of guys in there saying it. It's always, I mean, wrestling itself is just super homoerotic. I mean, sweaty guys in tiny shorts, you know, Grappling each other till one can no longer, you know, whatever. I mean, it's all just super suspect. But <laughs> yeah, so, so you it's really kind of par for the course. Say what? So 
you lay him down for that three second tan. Lay him down. Okay, that's what I'm gonna do. I want to. I want to make. I want to put a man down really flat and tan him. Get to my. Uh, get me going. Double do. Uh, wait. Darrell saying Paige will return on Monday. Oh yeah, Paige. Paige uh, didn't leave. Paige did not leave. Um, it was a thirty-day suspension. So uh, yeah. Did you see our Instagram when? Del Rio opened some new like store or a new restaurant in uh I don't know, Texas. I don't know where the hell. But she's like, Come out and you know, get a plate mm-hmm. or I don't know. She's like kinda of promoting Del Rio's uh newest ben- business venture. She all in. She all in. She and, went and Del when... Yeah. Del Rio's like thirty eight and she's like twenty five. Oh well, that's how you that's how you live. Look at Nakamura. That guy's so cool. Uh oh, let's hear what Dan Joe and Nakamura got to say. Can we talk about how Joe has never had uh and he's never had an edge up his beard's never connected, uh, but he made it. Like, he's a real inspiration. Like, how you don't got, like, your beard don't touch and you can't have an edge. Like, literally. The only thing edgy about Joe what, you can't have an edge? Like, like, no, I mean, he has, like, he has no edge anywhere. He doesn't have a beard edge. He doesn't have a hairline edge. The edgiest thing about him is his decision to wear jeans with church shoes. And it works. <laughs> Nakamura. On the oh other yeah, hand, I saw Paige's tattoo. He's, he's yes. wearing the deepest uh, tank top. Velvet. Is that velour? Even. Is that velvet? I think it's velour. Velour with a velour armband. Yo, that. that yo, that's not even. That's a deep U. That's not even a V. Yeah. That's a straight up that's, U. That's a U neck. You neck. <laughs> Get right, it? Let's, uh, <laughs> let's uh Okay, I just got word he's on the line. I don't remember his damn area code. I think this is it. Yeah, six minutes. <clears throat> All right, I don't know, making his, uh, I don't know, too long, long return to the East Coast cast. Um, and it's been like two years, possibly more. He goes, um, we are talking earlier. So, yeah, so, yeah, we'll be on blah, blah, blah. We're talking about calling the show. He's like, uh, great, so you and Dre, right? <laughs> I was like, um, yeah. oh, uh, a minute. not quite. So anyway, our uh, our good pal used to be frequent listener caller. Uh, let's hope he uh, gets back on that note. Let's uh, go to Tennessee and, and talk to our good pal Ian. Uh, Ian, what's happening? What's up? What's up, guys? Not too How much. How's it going, man? What hey, the hell? pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Called in. 
apparently I drove the fucking uh, uh, live cast off the rails with Pat and Wade. Uh, with their Today first or call, earlier this so, afternoon? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm on I'm on the pain medicine, and it got me a little talkative, and I was all over the place. So, sure, blame, well, I'd like, blame the meds. I'd, I'd I'd like to think that I uh, made some fairly decent. I think, man, it's just hard. Uh, you know, wrestling saturated, and now the we can cuss on here, right? Still. Yeah, say what the fuck you want. Say what the okay. fuck you feel. I, I, yeah. So, and and now the wrestling podcast world is just as saturated. And I'll be for real with you. I love the show. You know, me and Travis, I, I like to think we're pretty damn good friends. It's just mm-hmm. hard for me to sit through a three-hour-plus podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think anybody's going to be like, how dare you can't not sit through a 350 minutes weekly show. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm uh you know, I sign up VIP with the torch when I hear Wade has a special, but you know, I'm I'm a .net subscriber. It's just because it's just the right amount for me to keep up without just overwhelming me. Yeah. Now, you do keep keep in mind, you do have the option not to listen to everything that's put out. <laughs> oh, I know, thing. and I don't. I don't. Um, and you know, you, I, I I like Bruce. Bruce is good. For me, Bruce is good in small doses. Right. <laughs> um, but um, you know, I've just been kind of not withdrawn from the product per se, but I've just not been so immersed in it like I was and. A lot of it's, you know, I've got a lot of shit going on, but a lot of it is, is just, I don't want to say it's not that good, but it's, some of it's better than others, and, and um, you know, I've had to pick Look, and choose. The one, oh shit, Joe came back and attacked him. So that's the one, like, bullshit excuse, like... Like, people will call in and, and or, or email Wade or Bruce and talk about how you just want... You just want to hate everything, and you don't, you know. It's like, do you understand what we do is the better wrestling is, the more money everybody makes, the more callers we have, the more interactions we get. Who wants to Yeah. Who, we stopped doing it on the East Coast audio show back in uh, 2009 or 2010. I just stopped doing the impact reviews for Torch VIP because they just turned into hour-long bitch fests. Like, and, we're talking for and six, you know, 70 minutes just about how awful this show was so it's like why are we doing it why why don't we just not do it so because impact was so bad we you know impact fans lost that liked that listened to our show lost something because i just stopped doing it so so the idea that you know you want you know you just oh you just want to hate everything it's like no that's just the most counterintuitive thing like no the more fans that are enjoying themselves the better our uh, experience uh, uh, analyzing and, and, and writing and all that kind of stuff is. Yeah. Uh, so, and, I, and and I, I, yeah and so you being withdrawn, it's like, well, the last thing we want somebody to, someone to do is be withdrawn from the product, paying kind of half attention, and then still calling in with this opinion. Like, 
Like, no. Like, that, you don't get to do that. So, you know, you did it the right way. You're like, all right, I'm going away now. No, I, I mean, away. I watch I watch Thank Raw you. every week. Yeah. I just fast okay. forward through three-fourths of it. Well, yeah, there's that. <laughs> there's there's that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's like I was explaining to, to them earlier. I No matter how good a Raw main event is, if I'm sitting there watching it live, I have to not watch it that night. I have to watch it the next day because I'm so damn tired of, and just yeah. mentally exhausted of just sitting there watching. Sam knows what you're talking about. Honestly, hour and a half of shit. Um, but, um, but um, you know, it's like I was telling you a few days ago, Trav. I've, I've made some really good friends with you and Dre and, and uh, you know, I've got wrestling and the torch and the internet to thank for that and no matter how bad that gets, I mean at least I've always come out of all of this with that and, and I'm grateful as shit for that. So um I might have to uh go get my ex girlfriend um in a couple of weeks. So I might actually get to meet you, Travis. <laughs> oh well you get where is she in in somewhere down? Yeah, she's farm? in Austin. She's in Austin. Nice. Yeah, let's uh, yep. make it happen. If I had, if my if my trip down here wasn't, uh, you know, as had to stay on schedule, eight hours of driving, you know, mm-hmm. you know from Philly to Louisville or wherever the hell, uh, Lexington, uh, Lexington to Arkansas, Arkansas to Austin, had to stay on that tight schedule. I definitely would have. Uh, yeah, I don't even that. know. I don't even know if you really came anywhere close to me. Honestly. Yeah, I probably not. Aren't you in East Tennessee? Well, I'm in southern Middle Tennessee. I'm an hour from oh. Nashville. It would have been a it would have been a little bit out of the way, but yeah, I wasn't willing to yeah. <laughs> screw that. It's it's it's, <laughs> it's hard for, it's hard for me to drive too right now. So with yeah. everything I got going on, so no. um. So what is but, uh, no, what's I just, caught your eye? I, Wrestling wise, uh, SmackDown, like? SmackDown. Um, I think I think Impact is a lot better. I watched the Final Deletion two. I thought it was watchable. The rest of the show is nah. I mean, it's not as bad as it was. It's fine. I don't know a lot of people on there, but I think Drew Galloway is fucking amazing. Okay. Um, but SmackDown, I just. You know, no matter how bad they fuck up or whatever, they are doing gangbusters with what they've got, and they've got what so they damn have. Little. I think that's, I think that's the qualifier. It's like what a good show, especially considering, you know, they have you know this relatively thin roster and thin. I mean, in the main event, main event thin for sure. I mean, when Baron Corbin is a legit, like, when you're sitting there waiting, like, okay, it's going to probably be two or three months. When I, I, I think I said one of those December paper, that December SmackDown only pay per view, I bet Baron Corbin uh, uh, main events that on the SmackDown side, or not on the main <laughs> that show with AJ Styles, or yeah. you could even, I doubt they would, but you could even have him because the Rumble would be a little, would be. Uh, the, the draw and possibly something on Raw, you could have him be, you could have him be the uh, main event for, with AJ on on at the Rumble, 
however you want to yeah. do it. But you might want to have him in the Rumble, so that might not. I, but, but depending on their plans. But yeah, the fact that it's a decent show with a, a very thin main event roster. Um, I, I guess I guess the only thing out of SmackDown that I'm really kind of disappointed with was a Apollo Cruz. Um, it's like they can't make up their mind what the fuck they want to do with him. And B, nope. did they really just replace Del Rio with Jack Swagger? I, fuck, what? <laughs> wow. That's the thing. Okay. I didn't see it like that, but like that, you're the second person who said that. So it's like, yeah, it seems to well, be. Well, I didn't I mean, think about it until yeah. the caller earlier. Now Ian says it. Mm-hmm. But Del Rio to me wasn't. Uh, I mean, I, I guess uh, his perception. For sure, was that you could stick him in any main event, uh, and he'd be fine. He could carry any uh, any any episode of SmackDown. He could carry his half of the main event, for sure. And Jack Swagger can't. It would take. It's going to take a lot of work. But I didn't think of it as a replacement because to me, Del Rio is just is not there. Yeah. Well, I, I was hoping, if anything, you know, obviously it would be Cesaro or Sami Zayn, but I guess not. Yeah, um, someone came up with a, uh, a scenario last night about Sammy, uh, about uh, Cesaro coming back and winning his, uh, you know, winning 4-3, coming back winning 4 straight, and mm. and instead of and instead of getting his his title shot whenever. He leaves and goes to SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, it could be the same thing. The contract was up or or whatever. Or, I don't know. Uh, however they, they want to do it, I'd be willing to, uh, I'd be willing to just, whatever it took just to get, get Cesaro over on SmackDown. And that's a continuation from the June and July storyline of him wanting to, uh, or the July and August or whatever, of him wanting to uh, be drafted by SmackDown. Yeah. Yo, this five year old yeah, that... chick looks like she's about to murder Liv Tyler. <laughs> or Liv Morgan. Jeez. She's coming like a G. I don't give a fuck. Uh, I, I really think they need to get Kalisto off SmackDown. I don't understand that. That's the only thing that was like, in a cruiserweight division, on a show with people you don't play with, and then you put like your best cruiserweight person on the roster already. On the show that's not going to have a cruiserweight, I didn't really get that. Yeah, I mean, I didn't get a lot about them, the how they positioned the rosters at post post uh, split. Uh, I'll complain every week about the tag and women's divisions. It should just be one and have yeah. them on yeah. one show or the other. Uh, not two yep. separate women's divisions, two separate tag divisions. Yep. They're just paper thin and super weak. I mean, Raw has SmackDown has four or five very weak, four weak tag tag teams, and mm-hmm. Slater and Rhino, and then American Alpha, and and the Usos. I, you know what? They're 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 fine, but the Raw tag division is just New Day and Gallows and Anderson. Do they even have yeah. another team that's like in yeah. the waiting? Like, I don't Although know I got I gotta say they made me give a shit about the Usos for the first time in five years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not not surprised. 
I mean, in fairness, the, the Usos made you give a shit about the Usos. Let's, let's be fair. Like, they're doing that. Like, there's not, oh, yeah. there's not a level of direction that's making that happen. Like, that's, that's them. <laughs> um, and they're doing a great job. Um, and two things really quick. Like, one, like Rich said, Rachel Ellering is no longer Rachel Ellering. She's Rachel Fazio. And yeah. Liv has them fly-ass Jordan 11 lows. Yo, she I stayed with the... Like, uh... She stay looking fresh as fuck, man. Like I can't. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, even yeah, though they're switching up the look, Everybody like has. still. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. But the like again, I'm I've always been a fan of the Usos. I didn't understand when people didn't like them, but uh, no, they're they're very uh, very talented. And they've done a great job making those high flying moves into like. Heel moves. Um, I love that their looks a bit different with the, uh, you know, with the monochromatic with the black and the white and uh, no face paint and yeah, it's just this is good stuff. Like in a couple in a month or so, a couple of weeks when uh, when Gable comes back, that's going to be a really good feud, I think. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I uh, I guess just like the main the main thing that I was talking to uh, Wade and Pat about was. You know, it's just everything that's happened in my life and and the watered-down nature of WWE has made me turn slowly into a casual fan. And I know I've heard a lot of people say, we need to get the casual fans because they'll spend the money. No, casual fans are not going to spend money. I've gone from spending at least $100 a month on WWE to almost nothing. Yeah. Um, Casual fans are nice to have, but when you've got bullshit like the Shining Stars, that shit's embarrassing, and they're no longer fans. Well, you do got But um, you know, I I, I guess I'll never fully walk away because I grew up with it, and it's like a part of it's my childhood. Why like, would you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's true. Hey, I sat through 1993 and I thought that shit was awesome because I was ten or <laughs> what, nine, <but>. eleven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, I've I've been through 95 with Jean Pierre Lafitte. I've seen bad. This is this is not that. It's not that. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to check in with you guys. Um, about the only way I can get you on the phone, Travis. So, oh, give me a break. Although, oh, Tell <laughs> but now right, well, I, I know you, way, I, I know you busy. On your texts and calls, and just to make you call in. So, well, I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a tad bit tied up next week, so I can't call in next week. But I'll try yeah. to be a little bit more. Um. Regular again. It's it's nice to to chat with you guys and and get back into it a little bit. I would say so uh, myself. Certainly, so, man. Good hearing. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. Don't be a stranger, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, brother. Take care. Bye bye. All right. Ian from Tennessee, everybody. Uh, so Alexa Bliss or or Liv Morgan just called out Oscar. Yeah, uh, she's like, I know people might think I have a death wish calling out Oscar. Like, yep. 
That, that is a Ain't nobody on this women's roster that's fucking with Oscar. Nobody. They're gonna have to maybe in a moon try to get rid of him, man. But but that's it. And even her, I don't I haven't seen enough of her to 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 really say. I mean, Oscar's just so different and none of these women none of the women are endearing enough like Bailey. Uh athletic enough um well I don't know. Or or just big enough and tough enough like Nia Jax that you think they have a chance. Like, there's no way Liv Morgan should last more than like three minutes in the ring with with Oscar. Or any of these yeah. Billy Kay or Rachel Fazio or none of them. None of them. Oh snap, Drew Gulak is uh gets to uh wait a second, this is still NXT, right? Or did my It's still NXT. Oh yeah, it is, and they just got the C W C graphics up for him. Alright, let's uh keep it moving. I might have to fuck around and buy this damn Bianca Bonnie album. Nine ninety nine forty nine. I cannot find it. I don't know. I've been trying to steal it for an hour and can't find it. Is that Dang. bad? Neither can the pirates. Damn. <laughs> damn. All right, let's uh who are we talking to next? Let's talk to Kylan. He's been hanging on for almost an hour. Kyle, what do you mind, man? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam this week? Oh, doing all, all right. right, man. Doing all right. Good, good. My question for this week is on Dean Ambrose. Okay. If Dean Ambrose is turning heel. Who do you suppose will take his former babyface position on the SmackDown roster? Hmm. I mean, with Cena not being there all the time, like your number two babyface, like uh, like like I I would have said Cruz, but now it seems like they're not quite as high on him. He kind of got punked out. Um. Gosh, I don't know. Like, I think it's going to be probably before, like, I don't know if Dean's going to be a heel by the end of the year. You know what I mean? Like, it's already September. Talking about these monthly shows, um, you know, it might not be till December at the earliest he's a heel heel, so there's still some time there. But, um, yeah, I mean. Do so you really think I, I he, there's really a chance? For him. Obviously, Kylan does. He, made, he asked the question. But you think there's a chance that Dean turns full on heel? Well, I, I do, and Randy Orton is my answer. So, yeah, I, I, Randy Orton's the guy, I'd say. But, um, but yeah, I, I really do. Um, because even, even, like, at the top of the card, they're kind of light on heels. Like, it's what Styles, then Miz, then Corbin. You know? Um, so, yeah, I, I, could, I could definitely see Dean um, turning. I don't know what he really does if he's not right there at the top. And... 
it, it seems like AJ is going to be that guy, you know, up there. So I don't know who Dean fused with. Like, do you put Dean back to intercontinental status? I don't think so. So, yeah, I, I can see him going here. Um, I just think it might be a few more pay-per-views before that goes full pledge. Kylan, any response to that? Um, do you have somebody I, in mind? I would personally like to see maybe a maybe a I, I would I would turn I would turn possibly Baron Corbin, but it it would take time to do that. So right now I can't think of anybody in particular that you wouldn't have to take a serious amount of time to explain. Well, this is the revelation that this guy came to to make him come to the decision to be a better person. Uh, uh, yeah. Go ahead, anything else? Um, my, my second question is on future WWE call-ups call or returns. With, with, with Eric Young now reportedly signed to a full-time WWE deal, who who do you foresee being the the next group of either returns or people from other promotions being called in at the beginning of next year or sooner. Well, I'm going to go with, uh, thanks for the call, Colin, as always. Let's just go with, because they're typically not, they're not going to bring people in in the middle of, at the beginning of the road to WrestleMania, you know, December, into December, January. So let's just go with the day after WrestleMania, who gets called up. Mm-hmm. Could be somebody who we haven't even seen yet. Not 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 likely, but could be. Uh, but most likely, we're talking about like, you know, like a Shinsuke. We're talking about uh, Joe, hopefully. Okay. And he's the guy. We're looking at a Tommy, you know. Looking at a who? A Tommy right now, yeah. yeah. Joe, I hope, gets called up before the year is over because then there's hope for a Joe Lesnar match at WrestleMania, which I just think mm-hmm. it makes so much sense. And if Joe's the guy, damn, kicked him right in the throat. And if Joe's the guy for Shane, like Shane's a uh, not substitute proxy. Um, proxy, yeah, then not then totally. And if that's a part, and if Shane, if Joe's 
you know, he's not a baby face in NXT, but if that's a part of Shane's, you know, like, uh, oh, nice. Damn, how the Rich grabbed me that album? I don't even know how. And then I'm not even getting no love for my laptop on the arm of the chair sofa picture. But, um, but if he explains it, like, yeah, a lot of people don't like this guy, and that's exactly why I picked him because I need a nasty, you know, whatever kind of guy that's going to go in there and 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 give Lesnar the old what you know the old one two. And then he brings up Joe, and then Joe can just be, can be Joe, and he can be single-focused, headed into WrestleMania. Say Joe comes up in, after the Rumble or something. That could be the exception of not bringing up guys during WrestleMania season. But because that storyline will be, I assume, uh, uh, that angle, that or that storyline, Shane and Brock will be probably hitting its, uh, you know, who the fuck is Crazy Mary Dobson? Like Crazy Mary Dobson sounds like a ghost. Isn't she a wrestler? No, I'm sure she is. But yeah, just like, that's the like person. Rich Dobson. said if they were going to bring in anybody for, uh, is, there, is, is you see the one where she's like covered in blood, like holding an axe or a chainsaw that's, or something? No, but that's exactly what I saw when he said it, like in my mind. Yeah, Rich said she should be the one to be Sister Abigail if they're going to ever bring that gimmick to TV. Mm-hmm. Is it Tommy calling out uh I think that's called a surgery. Ooh boy. Aries. What that thing or... he did when he pulled out his knee pads and then just kinda back kicked the guy in the head a little bit, like kinda rubbed his head was hilarious. Oh Rich, what is that? Yeah. Put all that away. That. Gross. That's not Yeah, like Wow. Yeah. When your when your flow is heavy and your pockets are light. Is how they should caption that. Uh oh. Wait a second, just got a text message from Bruce. Big smile at the last page of Black Panther. See he always does that. He he'll send me like when um in the one Sam Wilson's cap, he like, Oh, wait till you get to that page in mm-hmm. Sam Wilson number ten or whatever and I you know, I know he's not gonna tell me, I gotta just wait. And now it's worse because it's like, Oh, I'll be there, I'll go on Saturday. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'll see it this weekend. So, you know, I'll see it when they decide to mail me my haul. Oh, so you're still buying from the same shop? That's nice. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not coming down here to put money in some white boy's pocket. As terrible as that sounds, like, the whole point is to support Ariel and her store. And that, you know, yeah. Like that's the idea. Shop black owned stores. Oh, I'm gonna support her as much as I can. People probably don't understand that. Well why would you Well, just think of your your people and whoever you know, wherever you're from and your grandparents are from, don't they you know, make sure their folks are taken care of. So let's uh all right, we talked to Kylan. Let's go to, I think this is Brad. I think, hopefully it is. Uh, Brad, is that you? What up? That, that is Brad. How y'all doing today? What's happening? Oh, doing all right, man. It's on your mind. That's good. That's good. Oh, nothing much. Uh, 
y'all con no, no, I'm not gonna say y'all comment. Y'all uh persuaded me with very little effort to try out the uh young thug mixtape. Okay, what you think? Oh, word. So um Oh wait, yeah, we talked about it a little bit uh Friday. Uh I was kinda yeah. teasing you a little bit. So yeah. Um <laughs> So you liked it? Uh, so I'm gonna say this. It 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 it's it jams. It's not something I can listen to. I have to be doing something. It will get you pretty energetic. Uh, the, but that was the compliment I had for Young Thug beforehand. Like he has a very energetic style. He has a real uh, good taste in beats. That being said, yeah. there were two songs on the CD that I genuinely enjoyed. Which the watch left one and the hombre, uh, the one with yeah. the gorilla's name or whatever. Yeah. I like yeah. that one a lot. Okay, so real quick, it took like I I I liked the opening track, the Wyclef song, but it took a while. It was like one day it was like, oh shit, this joint, like it's not just an okay song, like this shit goes right. I don't like the yeah. next two, Mayweather, Floyd, and Swiss Beats. I'm not a fan. And then it picks up again with uh, Future Swag, Riri, so, Guap, and Harambe. That one was okay. I think, yeah. I didn't so so Harambe, I've been uh, wanting, I've been wanting to ask Cam this. Do you like the direction vocally that he went with the in the Harambe that he's super aggressive and puts the – Deep, deep voice on the back of the up. <laughs> you, you, uh... That was the thing I think I like. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is different. Yeah, they said Thug doesn't need features. He has 15 different voices. So he could just be his own feature on his own track. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he gets that. Yeah, Sound like yeah, a little totally. Wayne line to me. No, no, geez, when I first heard him, I was like, oh, this is like somebody trying to be like Little Wayne. Yeah, it was very... Yeah, similar cadence and yeah, very much so. Um, but yeah, the um, now, do you like the one, the song called Wyclef or the song with Wyclef? No, the song called. I like Wyclef. the one called Wyclef more than I like the one with I like Wyclef. I didn't, I didn't like that one. Like that, that was my least favorite one on the entire CD. Mm. I felt bad thinking that because I have a lot of respect for Wyclef, but. Um, <laughs> I just wasn't feeling that joint in particular. Uh, I made, he's made some steps over the course of his uh, of his career. We remember him in the motorcycle. Huh? Is what is rich? This girl is disgusting. Brad, we're looking at pictures. Are you still looking at Mary, pictures of the somebody, anime or whatever? Crazy Mary Dobson, who's apparently a wrestler, but she's real like. Gotham is one of her, like, in, like, a nurse's outfit, and, like, the whole room's bloody, and then there's another one with her in the, like, with the all-leather licking a chain. That's not sanitary. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. Man, that all-leather, though. Yeah. She looks like one of these small-town hot chicks, though, like... Like, she's, like, yeah. probably the baddest chick in her high school and her community college. Yeah. As soon as she goes to, you know, to the big city, she's, like, just kind of, you know, regular, pretty girl. I'm not mad at this last picture, though. That's okay. All right. Good Lord. 
<laughs> Not mad at all. So anyway, um, Brad, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Ah, uh, no problem. Um, I guess, uh, Travis, you did you listen to the most recent uh, fix with Tom Martin today? Uh, at some point. No, I've still. Okay, haven't, uh, I, I yeah. No, I haven't even uh, didn't even know what's up. I'm I haven't even listened to the three part Mitchell audio from from the weekend. It's not 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 driving, and then when I'm do when I am driving, it's it's working, and I need to like kind of be alert and looking at my phone or keep an ear out on my phone and you know, for deliveries and pickups and shit. It's, it's a little different than than driving the truck to how I that had been for the last seven years. Um. So it's going to be a little tougher for me to hear as much audio as I'm used to. I get all my wades in mostly because they're 20 minutes, and I can, you know, get those in and you know listen to those real quick. Uh, but two two and a half hours of Mitchell or, or Todd, it's going to it's going to be tougher. But what did he? Uh, what what point are you well, going to make? Uh, the one that I, I guess uh, what I was getting at because I heard you mention that. Uh, you're kind of a like the the when you kind of changing not fully the fans kind of being scumbags. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're not as. And they still are. We still are. I don't want to say they like I'm not one of them. Uh, the uh, like a huge chunk of like the first part of the fix was Wade and Ty like basically uh going back and forth on that topic in particular and uh you know Todd was like well it basically was saying what you were saying earlier it's just a bad storytelling from uh time and time again and um I guess the point I'm trying to make is the storytelling with the Seth Rollins character um my my girlfriend is what I would call the casual uh viewer so she's basically going to go off of what she sees on the TV and how they portray each character. So typically your baby faces are good guys to her. Like, those are the people that are good. Well, she sees Seth Rollins. Uh, uh, she's seen the match when uh, Owens wins the title, and she's like, oh, Triple H is going to help his homie, you know, out to win the title. And so she's like, boo, Triple H. And as soon as Triple H kicked Rollins, she goes, well, well, that's not cool. Like, that's your boy still. Like, well, I thought that was your boy. So that's why she thought the baby face uh, turn for Rollins just made natural sense, even though some people some people were trying to say that uh, Seth was uh, basically complaining that he wasn't going to be handed the title instead of, uh, instead of Owens. She was like, well, yeah, but he thought that was his boy. So he basically let his guard down to, uh, to the guy. So that's why she uh, she thinks that uh, he should be the babyface. Well, she also uh, watched their following week, and she was like, I like the fact that they're not doing this whole 360 turn overnight like they did with the Usos, but it made sense for the Usos to do their complete turn. Like, they had a sudden change in character at the moment. Like, you know what? We feel embarrassed. We lost you guys that quick. You know what? They talking about y'all all the time anyway. You know what? Screw this. We're gonna break y'all legs. So uh, we're gonna attempt to. Uh, I truly enjoyed. Uh, I like the way the Usos look. Actually, by the way, they look uh, in that promo that they cut. Uh, 
that night when they uh, they stumbled over their word. I, I actually enjoyed that one a lot. So I really do feel like a low life that they uh, got my boy. Uh, I think it was Gable that they injured. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so and my, my, I guess the thing with that story that they were telling on that was I was trying to figure out how can we get American Alpha and uh, Heat Slater to, and uh, Rhino to both win that match, and it couldn't happen, right? So I was like, I just feel like American Alpha is that team that you got to watch rise. Like, you got to see them come up. Like, uh, And I think they ended up executing it extremely well by taking them out of the picture. I do find it weird that the Usos get rewarded with a no, But shot. they didn't. They didn't. They yeah, had to win the match, which I thought was fun. I thought it was like a good touch. Like, oh, I thought they were going to move them right. They had to win another match. They had a match at the pay-per-view against the Hype Bros. Which explains, which kind of can play into why. Which, they and then they went on to face uh, somebody later in the night. Uh, right, and yeah, lost you know, which right. could explain. Yeah, which could explain that. Y'all, uh, whenever they have the match, and I guess it's, Makes sense to some, but like, you know how like uh, the we want heat chance starts, but he started off every tag match so far. I always felt like if they would let he get the hot tag, the crowd could really get behind him a little more. But instead, they let Rhino get the hot tag. I feel that pop would be a lot bigger for Heat than it than it is for Rhino because. The crowd's gonna want to see Heat get in the ring. Like I, I, I'm a Heat yeah, I didn't understand. I didn't understand why they went the way they did with the Ascension. Like, why would they have Heath go? No, come on, Shane. We don't need to wrestle tonight, right? Like, why is Heath all of a sudden a bitch? <laughs> like the crowd, like yeah, they like him, a... make him likable. Not like I don't want to face the Ascension. Like that's a that's a easy W. Why wouldn't you? Especially how they got trade ascension. They uh they got the rebuilding to do with a lot, with a lot of these guys, but I, I will agree with most people. SmackDown really is the more enjoyable show of all of them. If they get to, if they pull some weird deal and get Cesaro over, man, I, I might truly not watch Raw nearly as <laughs> Look, much if, if, as much. In the eight eight or twelve weeks that since the draft. Somewhere between eight and twelve weeks. The only two Raws that have been better were the ones that they had giant title changes and hot shot stuff. SmackDown is that was it. Clearly, a consistent, better consistent week to week show. Nice. Oh, and real quick, real quick. Wait, real quick, just to change topics, real quick, just because she's in front of me. Cam and Brad, any thoughts on Teacher Bay? Uh, no, we, I mean, it's funny. We were, we were going to talk about that uh, last time in the show, but Faye ended up uh, ended up having to do something else. But, no, that's um, something I genuinely deal with every day, like proper teacher attire for a woman built like a woman. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it, it's interesting, like, even us having the conversation about it. Like, Faye admittedly says, like, there's something that I wear – that or that like a, a slimmer, more petite teacher can wear. We can wear the exact same thing, and I understand that yeah. I can't wear it, you know. And it's just kind of how it is. Um, 
you know, people calling her job or trying to get her fired. What a bunch of fucking haters. Like, that's, that's fucking stupid. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's the world we live in where women less built like women are allowed to dress more like women. I, I don't know what to say. All right, that's not just – Brad, anything real quick? Hold on, hold on. I'm confused. Hold on. So what are we talking about? Teacher Bay, the the, the teacher with the banging-ass body that had the really fitting – Oh, with the flat screen in the background that everybody was talking about. <laughs> that's all I remember from the picture because uh, there was a flat screen in the background. I remember thinking, like – I think it's because I saw a meme with it, and they were like, man, y'all talking about how the teacher looked, man. I'm like – and you get kids get flat screens to watch they uh stuff, man. We have to go big. That's what people are talking about. Day. That's what we're talking about around here. Like, but TVs but, uh, are flat. It's not like TVs in the <laughs> classrooms or in schools are new. TVs are been staples in classrooms and schools forever. They just happen to be flat because TVs are now flat. Should they now? If they had a bunch of fat back old TVs, they'd have been like, "Ugh, what's with this school district? Can't even get their t- they kids right, you know, flat screen HD." Da, 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 da. You can't win. That's why they got low test scores. Well, maybe if they saw a crystal clear what, picture, what it, they pass a test. Well, I, I guess uh, when it comes to something like like that, uh, I guess it's going to be unfair for. Uh, for that lady in particular, I'm pretty, and there's a lot of them. I remember going to school and seeing some of uh, some of my teachers were very attractive, but they didn't dress that way. Now I've seen them outside of school, and they definitely dressed um, like people at that age would, because they weren't that old for the most part. Like they'll be 25, 27 years old, so and uh, some of them still single, so they're going to uh, I guess flaunt it a little more. Uh, I think the lady was. Uh, very uh she looked professional to me while looking attractive. So if that's what she I, I know it's gonna distract some student as long as she doesn't get herself in trouble, I think she she should uh I guess adhere to whatever dress code her school has and if she's uh abiding by those rules through the people who uh don't like it. But I get the whole even though um it looks good on you. It may be deemed inappropriate for you to wear, like this one clothes right. that he mentioned. I, I definitely get that notion, but uh, I, I feel like if she wasn't breaking a rule for her school district and parish, like uh, the students, the parents need to get tell his kids not to be immature. And the teachers, and if the, her fellow teachers have an issue with it, they need to grow up first, and they're basically going to be teaching they're the students to judge uh, on a parent, so uh, they need to get the teachers will have to get their mind right. Because I know her colleagues are probably like, "Oh, I can't believe she wore that." Yeah, she looks yeah, better. In than a way, of, they're saying it because they're probably mad that they can't, like they wouldn't. Look. They wouldn't be able to pull it off. That's the, that's the issue. But that's not a place where you're like supposed to be looking all good and stuff. So I, I get both sides of it. I I, yeah. I I tend to side on the side on the side of like. Be be uh, like like we don't. Why do we teach women not to wear certain things? Why don't we just like in the context of a, a sexual assault? Like why don't we just teach our boys not to rape? Right. So it's Ooh, different a- different context, but it's like I don't know. Teach your kids not to like. Oh, what about the kids talking about public breastfeeding? Like a six year old doesn't look at breasts like a 
16-year-old does. No. It's a baby getting no, food. Like, you're the one sexualizing this breastfeeding thing. So it's just like, I don't know, let's grow up and kind of like you said, bread. But, okay, I, I didn't want to get too sidetracked. I just really wanted a, a quick, she just was in front of me and I wanted to. Uh, she's she's she she got her she can probably write her own ticket though is all the attention she got like if she got you know fired or something which I doubt she'd have a hell of a case she's had, like she got like forty thousand Instagram followers she's she's straight <laughs> she'll make it. well yeah yeah she I think she should uh, as far as uh, as far as uh, oh, oh she's getting compensated some way shape form or fashion for the, the attention she's she's drawing. Because that was one of the things I've always thought about. Like, uh, people, some people, uh, they'll get all that attention. Uh, but I'm like, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind getting that attention. But if I'm not getting any money off of that, I don't want any of that attention. Like, if I uh, had, the, I guess, the Birdman interview or the Respect on My Name thing, like, and I was getting all that uh, attention about that comment, like, I would be so upset if I didn't see a dime from that. Yeah. Like, y'all can make well, fun of me. Y'all society can is that the attention is, like, people will substitute money for attention a lot of the times. Like, I got yeah, well, I, 400 well, likes on Instagram. Like, I'd rather have $400. Yeah, get, get, <laughs> I don't, uh, if I'm going to get one, I definitely need uh, a lot more of the money because uh, they, they, that's the reason why so many celebrities do drugs nowadays. Because that shit is not as... Uh, Fun as a, it appears, you know. It's not as fun as a pair. I forgot what I was going to say before. I got <laughs> my bad. That's my fault. <laughs> oh, oh, I had a question. I had a question for y'all, and I'm pretty certain I know the answer. But uh, all right. So y'all do a show for uh, the Flash. Mhm. Uh huh. Yeah, all that'll right, be back so, in a few weeks. Yes, I, I just saw the preview. So we've been uh. So me and my girl started watching Flash. Uh, I had to watch the like first season when it first dropped, and uh, then I, I, me and my uh, my girlfriend at the time separated. So me and my current girlfriend started watching it, and then we uh, was like, you know what? Uh, and there was the episode on there where Arrow was on. So we said, we well, you know what? Let's back up. Let's watch Arrow first, and to uh, kind of catch this up at least chronologically. So we've been watching, and um, I'm definitely enjoying that. So when I catch up, uh, I'm pretty certain I've heard y'all mention it before. But uh, how do we go? How do I go about uh, hearing that audio? Is, it, is that the South Congress uh, fan? Yeah, fan? Um, sure is. Yeah, all you have to do. Um, what do you What do you use? You use uh, Android or uh, or iTunes, Brad? I use Apple. So yeah, iTunes. Okay, so yeah, um, you can just, uh, I don't know if you already subscribed, but yeah, if you just search uh, South Congress on the iTunes store, um, you can subscribe to it. And we go back to uh, but the first season of Flash, we did like a season one recap, and then every episode of season two, we have a show. So yeah, um, it's just, they'll all be sitting there, none of those are going to disappear anytime soon. Um, if you should happen to be doing it from a... Um, from a computer browser, and you go to a SoundCloud, the South Congress page there, then I do have them grouped by a playlist, so all the Flash stuff will be in there too. But, yeah, every uh, every Season 2 episode is up, and then, you know, starting here in, uh, in three weeks, we'll be in Season 3. So, yeah. Roger that. 
I remember. Did I read somewhere that Cody's going to be uh, somewhere involved in Arrow? Cody Rhodes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, him and Emil are have gotten gotten pretty tight, and uh, yeah, he's going to be uh, somewhere in, in this coming. I think he's before. Uh, I think he's going to be in an episode before the year's over. Uh-huh. I could right, be wrong, that, but right, I, I, I nice. what I saw, he's going to be in like an, a December or something kind of episode. That'll be nice. Um, just, just, just. I guess to. <laughs> Top off the, the the one of the big issues that we have in the wrestling world, you know, Cody deserves it. Man, I kid you not. Uh, there's also we were talking about this at work. Uh, they were like, "Man, KO deserves it," and I'm like, "I said Kevin Steen may deserve it, but Kevin Owens definitely right. didn't." So. Uh, and so my friend, he got kind of confused at that notion, and I was like, bruh, like, which is perfect for the Kevin Owens character to be kind of handed the title in that fashion, but uh, that's, that's not how, that's not, <laughs> he definitely did not deserve it. You deserve a chance for that night, right? So we, uh, so we went back and forth with that, and I was like, if anybody had to go and get a, I can't think of the last person in the back of my head who went on the journey and it finally, except for since Daniel Bryan, truly, like who really had the, the ah, you deserve it moment, like at least to me. I could be wrong. I, I definitely had to felt really good when Becky won the match on, on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But if I would have been voting in that poll that you voted in, I would have been voting for Becky. Uh, but like I, I don't, I can't think of nobody else who truly deserved that you deserve it chant since Daniel Bryan. Nobody. Y'all think of anybody? Because in the context of, of 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 how they're portraying things, like no one deserves like that. It's not that's not the place to. It's just it's just weird. Again, like with the whole Brian thing, it's like as much as I don't like the "You Deserve a Chant." The night, the next night after Mania Thirty on Raw, if they chanted "You Deserve It," "You Deserve It," well, that was kind of the basis, the crux of a two-year or a year-long story. <laughs> so, fine, and and he's the most over babyface, you know. They've, they've yeah, added that's the point I was long. getting at. They were chanting that this for for a heel. They chanted that for a heel. They literally AJ's did nothing in the match to deserve winning the belt. He pinned and Big Cass just, after Big Cass took two other finishing moves. But fine, you pinned him clean and fine. Great, great, great. But everything else, like not even close. And then AJ wins the title this weekend uh, via low blow into yeah. South Class. And he gets the same treatment. I'm like, I know I'm happy uh, that the storyline is going in this direction, but I, I, I kid you not. And I mean, I'm a huge AJ fan, but as like vile as he was, I, I, at one point I was like, man, I really, you know what? I was, I was saying that AJ is going to win, but man, I was rooting for Dean because yeah. he, like AJ was just being mad and breaking people's phones, being a bully. 
for you know yeah. it's weird because uh, I'm I'm seeing him be a bully and it's it reminds me of the the kid that's small at school who would uh, always run his mouth <laughs> and would run from the battle uh, like he always always talks shit I guess but yeah. never back it up but but he was only doing it to people he knew wouldn't have did anything. So uh, like so uh, have you seen? Did you see uh, the first episode of Atlanta? Sort of like uh Oh, no, I, I avoided it this time. At the radio station. Tell that story oh, no, again. no, 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 no. <laughs> so good. Great scene. Yeah. But, yeah, so the way the, way the fans are, they uh they can really, uh and, and I like, I, I definitely like a line of the crowd. I, I really do, but it, it, it's very uh it's weird whenever they're they're chanting this for an in your face unre like unlikable act. Like this was in your face AJ cheated to take the title from Dean. Like this was not how he beat John Cena. Like like he beat John Cena fair and square, clean. Oh, and that's why I completely agree with you, uh, Travis. Like that nonsense that Cena pulled on SmackDown was was I think it was completely just for shock value. It it didn't I don't get why his character would do that. Like that's not the character of John Cena and we all know he's not turning heel. So I don't get the context of John Cena saying that. I, I, it, it, I yeah. don't know, it's, it, that's uh that was a... Uh, it didn't make sense. And then um, the reaction that Dean gave, he paused for a good bit of time. Like, like he was like, "Did he really just tell me this?" And he 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 hesitated for a bit before he went off on John Cena and called him a lazy part time. I think he threw that lazy line in there basically to tie into the podcast with the lazy Brock Lesnar line. Oh, hi. All I see is another lazy part-timer. Right, right. Okay, yeah. That uh, still so, doesn't uh, make any sense to call Cena lazy, but... Well, I guess the, 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 I guess the way it works is you're lazy because you're a part-timer. You're not doing this full-time. You're doing other stuff, and when you're here, you may be working hard, but the fact that I have to say when you're here means I'm working harder than you. I, I guess that's the notion that he's trying to get at. Uh, but the the way he described him and uh, the the laziness with Lesnar and that laziness of Cena is definitely uh, completely different. We all know um, Cena's been uh, looking for. We I've, we've heard Cena say he's he wants to do the hill run, but he doesn't want to do it until they have a, a true replacement for his type of character. You know and um. I don't know if they'll let Bailey be that person, but man, if they would, I would love to see uh, Cena on a hero run doing the type of stuff that he did to Dean, because uh, that made me not like Cena as much. And I, I, I am a Cena fan, mm-hmm. but uh, that was—I don't know—that wasn't cool. It definitely made me go, "Ooh, that, that wasn't cool." But yeah, yeah, he fires yeah. back, so uh, it wasn't. A, it wasn't. A, at least, at least Dean uh, was able to fire back. You know, um, I, it's a, and I guess. Uh, yeah, the worst thing would have been he just kind of stood there like a 
jackass. I thought that's what he was going to do at one point because he just looked out. Hey, was Kurt Hawkins supposed to debut last night? He been, they, they they debuted his vignette, which was a terrible. Not a vignette, yeah, but a, like a more of a live like vignette. It was still like a vignette, but when Swagger came out, I thought that was Hawkins. Well, when Swagger remember they were, out, I thought that was Hawkins. I was like, to, they were twins or whatever at first. So. That was that was right. Uh, yeah, that if they right. if they never if he if he never like shows up and if they just want to drop that, you will not hear one complaint out of me. I, I was like, uh, with the first time they did it, I was like, what the hell are they talking about? And then I was like, oh, they're doing the Chuck Norris bit. And then they showed a live video, and he's doing the freaking Ginyu Force poses and shit. I was like, what in the... Dude, he's a joke already, and he hasn't even dated Already? Like, like, <sighs> why, like, like, why do this poor guy that's just coming in to take pens? To take pinfalls. Like, why would you build him up and like show? Hey, Kurt Hawkins is coming back once. You don't do three weeks of vignettes, a live vignette, and then he shows up to hopefully put a guy over. Because if he's winning matches, I mean, I guess job matches. That's fine. If you want to just make him, you want to make him a little more legit before he starts being a jobber to the stars. You know, that's fine. Like, Jinder Mahal got his first got his first win. Then he started putting guys over until, inexplicably, Monday night when he lost the, or beat Jack Swagger. But, uh, yeah. Um, uh, they, I, I, I guess uh, for the sake of Swag, I'm kind of happy he's on SmackDown. But, uh, man, you gave them more credit than I would have. I, I thought they told Swagger, oh, by the way, oh, you're here? Okay, you can go out now and didn't give him anything because, like, that was they not good. They didn't give him 10 minutes? He looked, <laughs> they didn't even give him 10 minutes. Like, he looked, he looked like he was uh, like he was nervous. He looked out of place. I, I, I ain't going to lie. I, 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 I kind of digged him in the street clothes, but, uh, but that's because oh, I guess I get Oh, he's so lucky his out. We the People thing is over. Oh, he's so oh, Could you so imagine? Lucky. Could you imagine if we cut that same promo and then went, whee, then it was like six people chanting along with him. It would have been more embarrassing than it was. But it was only embarrassing because of the content or lack of content of his promo, not because the crowd was totally, like, on their hands. But they, they at least popped at the end when they when they, when they they did the, the, the whistle, the Pavlov's dog thing, and they remembered, oh, yeah, this is what we do. So... Why does he have tassels on poor, him like Bailey? Jeez, buddy. Some, some people take poor, it too poor, poor Jack. He's so uh, and, and he's a. I, I guess uh, I, I guess I knew Jack was a uh, pretty sizable guy, but uh, when he mm-hmm. when he got in the ring, I was like, oh, he's a he's a really big guy. I didn't realize how. No, big he's, he was. he's uh, Jack is a le- probably legit six four, and you know when you're right. in there with. You know, standing because he looks relatively. He could probably look Roman Reigns for sure in the eye. Because when he's in there with a guy like Big Show, he's like not. It just exposes that. Oh, Big Show really only like six nine, six ten, maybe only. And I say that because you know he's gimmicked up to seven feet. Same thing with with Cass. Cass, Actually, Cass when he was in there with Roman Reigns was pretty damn tall. So I. 
Yeah, he's six. But he's it's probably six, because Reigns isn't really six five, and he's probably really six two, and you know everybody's tough. He's six. I remember uh, uh, Austin asked him his shoot weight, and uh, he said six nine. Uh, so and I guess the he's probably six ten. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, so yeah, he uh, and you know Austin uh likes him some uh, Enzo and Cass, and he likes him some revival now after watching uh the Takeover deal and uh. That was, what do you uh, mean now? You was, haven't been? He hadn't seen. I don't, he hadn't seen uh, the revival. Oh, he, he. I think you're saying you now. You have to see. I'm like what the hell? Oh, no, 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 no. I definitely was seeing uh, Dash and Dawson. But whenever they came up with the name Revival, I was like, man, y'all name sounds good like it is. Y'all don't need it, but I'm happy they got one as well. Uh, I was iffy about American Alpha the, when they debuted the name. They did a little promo, I guess. In the yeah, I didn't like, somewhere. Oh, the name is fine, American Alpha. I didn't like the. Uh, what I don't like about them is their their singular Steiner esque singlets. It's very little that I don't like about American Alpha. I mean, they're just really good. <laughs> oh no, I, did, I at first I didn't. Uh, I didn't care for the American Alpha name at first, but then uh. It's one of them things that when it grows on me, it's like, I can't believe I didn't yeah. like this. Everything. A lot of stuff like, in wrestling know, uh, like that, where you don't like the thing first. Oh, I hate the SmackDown, the new SmackDown intro. And then six weeks later, you're like, what SmackDown intro? You don't even hear it anymore. It's just, you know, because <laughs> you definitely don't hear it enough to hate it. Oh, Metallic ain't playing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, so this is, wow. this is going to be a problem since you're a few seconds ahead of me. So, um, oh, my yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> ding, 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 wham. <laughs> Not in a heelish way either. Like, hey, you know, bell rang, motherfucker. So, all right, Brad, oh, any last uh, finale, words huh? for the, uh, huh? Tonight's the finale, huh? For the Cruiserweight. Yep. Tonight is the two hour. Yes, they have four, three matches two semis and the finals. Oh, okay. Shit, well, that's what's up. The, and because the Cruiserweight yeah. division debuts uh, Monday, right? Monday. Yep. I wonder how they, if they're going to, uh, like, give us more than one match, like one an hour at least, you know, like one in the first, one in the second, one in the third, spread it out. Oh, I, oh, I have one more topic since we're talking about Cruiserweight. All right. In yeah. the event, and we know they're going to do it, they put a cruiserweight outside of his division. Wouldn't it just make more sense to let the cruiserweight go over to help strengthen that character going in back, back to his division? For example, uh, let's say uh, Rich Swan is in a match and he's wrestling. Who they have on there? He's wrestling Sheamus. You know, Sheamus' character, bullies the quote-unquote little guys and all that stuff, and he he's in a match with Sheamus. He should not lose that match to Sheamus. He should win that match to Sheamus, especially if they have, like, a character like him on the hunt for the Cruiserweight title, if they if they end up putting something like that out, which I'm pretty positive they're going to do a championship as well, right? Can't see them not doing it. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. that looks like it hurts. I like that kid. This is actually my first time seeing uh, Zach Zach Sabres Jr. in the Cruiserweight class, like, in general. Like, uh, when it first started and I first seen him, I'm really digging that kid. I like that guy. Keep his second round, man. uh, 
Not a, the first round was against uh, Drew Gulak. Peep the second round one against. Um, what was the second round one against Drew? No, no, no. The first one was Drew, and it's so dry and boring. Then he wrestled somebody yeah. in, the, in the second that was just like really good. Like, oh, this is what they're talking about. And the last yeah. one was so good too. I enjoyed. What what match y'all think was the best? So far, I guess not including tonight in the Cruiserweight Classic. Oh, the one Cedric Alexander and Abushi. And, and Abushi, it has to be like was there was a lot one. of these matches that uh, I, I really enjoy. And if it's any, if the Cruiserweight division is anything like this, man, that that I think that'll be enough to uh, keep me interested in watching. Uh, yeah, raw, you know, because uh, so and let's go fifteen minutes, you know. What kind of submission right. is that? I mean, right. they got a friggin' three hours for it, so. Yeah. You know what I get, you know what I realized, and I guess I've been I, I knew no knew this, and I always just thought it should have fit on Smack on SmackDown in the first place because of the I guess the way I pictured SmackDown before the draft, and when they announced that the cruiserweight division was gonna be on Raw, I was like, well, no, I feel like that should be on SmackDown. But uh, I think I mentioned this Friday was you know Morrow and Daniel are both on SmackDown already, getting to know these characters. And uh, with him being the GM, like, I just feel like that would have been, it would have made sense that Daniel Bryan was trying to fight to get the Cruiserweight division on SmackDown and Raw ends up with it. Like, I, I don't know. That felt, uh, I just can't see Michael Cole. I can see Corey maybe doing a good job calling the Cruiserweight. But I just can't see uh I can't see Michael Cole and uh Byron like really doing a good job with a cruiserweight division matchup. I just, I just I just can't. Yeah, it's I mean I, I think, you know, Graves there is gonna help. Um but yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting to see how they call it and if they can call it. So yeah, I agree. Oh wow, it's submission. Like this is oh gosh. Bro, these submission holes are ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the way you, like, twist your wrist. Like, people don't understand. But, like, I'm sure, like, jujitsu people or, or people that are do submission-based martial arts get it. But if you can control a guy's wrist, you know, you have a lot, you have a lot of control. And he does a lot of oh, that. Wow. Take your wrist, bend it. So and, he's doing a dragon sleeper. With his legs over top of the guy with an arm behind his, I guess he's ridiculous. <laughs> wow, just the stuff this guy can. But do. Metallic is doing a decent <laughs> job of like lo- logically fighting stuff. out of these things. Like mm-hmm. he's not yeah. feeding him submissions. Like, oh, here, here's my arm. Mm-hmm. Nice. This match is. That's really good. I'm digging it. All right. And so, the type of stuff that I wish they would. Oh, my bad. My bad. No, 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 no. I was just gonna so we can all enjoy this match and not, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all, y'all, uh, y'all have a great week. Uh, probably be talking with you uh, Friday, Travis. Uh, you have a good weekend as well, Cam. All right, Brad. You take care. Talk to you, Brad. Peace. Brad from Louisiana, everybody. 
So we have somebody on the line. Uh, maybe it'll be the last call. Well, for sure, either Brad was the last caller or this will be. Uh, somebody calling from California, uh, L.A., 661, but they don't have their hand up. So press 1 uh, to let me know if you want to come on air. If not, we're going to go ahead and end things there. There's Rich, but he's he's chilling. Uh, 661. All right, well, they're not putting their hand up, so I guess they don't want to talk. So, um, yeah, so me and Rich will be back for for the VIP portion, and for VIP folks, it'll just be a matter of seconds. Um, I guess we're going to sit here and watch this whole damn thing and then try to get a VIP, because I don't want to do VIP while this is on. No, you do not. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I'll figure mm-hmm. it out. So, all right, so uh, that's it for us here. Um, again, VIP folks, hang on. We'll be we'll be through in just a matter of seconds. <clears throat> Excuse me. Everybody else, we'll be back next week. Same East Coast, not the same East Coast time, and not the same East Coast <laughs> channel. But we'll be back next week. Just uh, I had to figure out something to say there. Uh,